session 14 of our public access campaign and you have watched eight odyssey tapes which means it's gonna get real weird tonight uh as previously established at the end of our last session you will have all had a shared dream wherein the big man looking uh pretty close to how erica saw him when erica was trapped on the other side uh will be warning you that the great hungers are going to be invading the house on rodenbecker street tonight you have the day phase to prepare uh run whatever you are going to do you have today to do it the way this will function is uh basically like gathering clues except you won't necessarily be meddling or searching you're going to be setting things up and looking for help it is a uh, a question with the complexity of eight the question is how do we defend the house from the great hungers um you will come up with uh defenses and ideas for that throughout the course of the day and then we will see how well that's going to go for you obviously at stake here is the house uh anyone living in it and the four of you uh do we have any questions about how this works today No, but I did want to uh, mention something about the next and the AD move. Okay. Um, because I was still thinking about like a uh, little not sure how to implement. So I asked people in the public access chat. I was like, anyone have any experience with like using this uh and such? Um, can you share? Uh, and it was pointed out to me that um. It's like one of the like I think I mentioned at the the time one of the ways I was kind of interpreting it a little is like even like can like should we just like MST3K this or or like what how do you do this um apparently like next end to AD is a literal direct reference to MST3K um which I did not know because I have never watched this uh myself just had like uh cultural osmosis type thing so like at least for me that helps me have a little bit of a little bit of a better handle on like how doing a running commentary for an upcoming scene is supposed to look so i figured i would like share that with y'all all right just looking up that chat now to be fair that lyric is incomprehensible in the in the song it's uh <laughs> i didn't realize that's what they were saying until i read it um uh in a in in some lyrics okay well um are there any other questions or thoughts
in which case we will do the dawn phase stuff um so first off already have the dream and like you know this is happening we don't need to uh yes to spend too much time on that uh it is a given the the big man has never lied to you uh and uh has seems to have no reason to tell you this other than to try and help protect you so let's take a look at uh conditions we have quite a few floating around um brian has cut fingies and somebody's watching me which uh should you survive the night tonight you will then be able to clear it neat uh matt has sorry shane has a singed fingy and Erica, you are marked by Mrs. Waverly and heavy wounded. A lot of injured hands. Hand, hands not doing well. Yeah. Amber is doing fine. Still dreaming with Deep Lake, though. Let's. Uh, oh, if you have not changed Dawn questions or uh, want to think about what Dawn questions you're going to gun for, please do that. I feel like this will be a good cut loose session. You're not wrong. I will also remind that your great hungers are uh, Paula Palmer from the uh, neighborhood. What was that show called? Oh, Neighborly Living. Um, where are my notes? Oh, yes. Uh, Dolores Rodenbecker, the young version in the red and blue uh, sequenced jumpsuit. Tyler from Blam03. And Mr. Big Bad, who uh, is the antagonist from uh calamity raccoons pizza farm so that's who you will have to contend with tonight so i guess if that's out of the way oh and also the other mysteries uh do not if they have any counters or countdowns those are all on pause and you will not be able to investigate them today the only thing in effect is the Night of the Bone Wolves, but you could talk to any of the NPCs uh, from them if you think you could find some help there. So let's talk about what you want to do today. Anyone have any thoughts? Well, we've got panic to do, obviously. Yes. That's pretty much all that makes sense to do, right? 
Well, yes, but if you take a look at the mystery, you'll see the various things that can count to as function as clues for this. So there's a lot of different options here. You can find a good spot for an ambush. You can find a good place to put a lookout. You can find a spot for a trap. You can... Do we just, like, do that and then that counts? It's going to like, depend. Do you have to roll for it? It's going to depend. If you say, like, you are establishing that there is a... Uh, Matt, can you go push stop, please? That is killing me. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it's picking you up when it doesn't half of the time. I don't know why, but thank you. Um, yeah, it's interesting because whenever you say it, it doesn't come through to us, or at least I don't hear it. I don't, yeah, it doesn't come through in Zoom. That's bizarre. From inside you, the house. Do you have <laughs> your, your, uh, mic pickup echoing to you? No, it only happens, like, I'm not hearing it now. Uh, okay. I've changed nothing. Anyway, moving on. Uh, if you were to define that there was like a little balcony atop the the entrance to the house and you were going to uh, set up Elliot on lookout there, I don't think that needs a role. If you're going to try and set up a, uh, a deadfall underneath the welcome mat, that the the success of that trap would probably need a a day move to see how well you do it kind of thing does that make sense yeah yeah and like if you're going <clears> to get <throat> materials if you're going to the hardware store to get some two by fours that's probably fine if you're going to try and steal some rebar from a construction site that might need a roll so stuff like that also uh like keep in mind if you're trying to convince someone something uh, that that will need a roll. But uh, on that note, uh, you have already got a bit of an advantage here, thanks to Shane's uh, turning of the Blackleaf Circle. There are side characters who you could ask for help. Um, they might volunteer. They might have a hidden talent that could help. Uh, or they might know of something else that could help. Perhaps there's a or, cache of weapons somewhere. For the uh, side characters, um, so it says like a side character volunteers to help you, uh, a side character, etc. So does that mean there's like one side character per slot here, like per bullet no, point kind of thing? Don't don't or? think of these as like like tick boxes to fill think of them like these are things that function as clues if you want to spend your day convincing eight ten side characters to help you can do that each one would oh, okay would count um however you only have the day phase and i'm not going to let it go on forever okay How? well i will say that just based on like affinities Shane will look up, we'll try to find instructions for performing a vanishing, vanishing ritual along with the Blackleaf Circle. Seems like kind of where his wheelhouse has ended up. Are you 
banishing research. Them Are you trying to banish them before they even reach the house? I, I don't know. I'm looking at the mystery and one of the options is destructions for banishing ritual. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's right there, huh? All right. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, are you setting them to do it or are you going to be involved here? TBD, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed, am I allowed to just set them on it and assume that they will succeed? Or should I be involved? Look, I don't know. You, you tell me what I was allowed for these NPCs that are. You can set them on it. Uh, and we'll see how well that works out. Or you can be involved and possibly uh, influence it yourself. Okay. I think Shane will be involved in forming the vanishing ritual. And instead we will set the rest of the Blackleaf Circle onto like blessing the threshold and trying to i don't know purify the house or whatever we can do to like reinforce it magically okay things that are more sort of would be kind of boring to role play okay um i think i think i'm going to ask for a Because it's magic, I think this is going to be a night move uh, with sensitivity with the caveat that if you fail here, it's not necessarily something you're going to uh, be immediately aware of or penalized by. So, uh, yeah, are you going to try and use a an item here? Well, I, so I thought we were just doing what we were going to do during the day. I can actually like walk through doing it. If you, what are we? Oh, okay, yeah, uh, we can just we'll just put that down as what you are going to do. Uh, anyone else have any ideas or suggestion or, or thoughts what you're doing? I had a question about like what is our current like relationship to last uh week's continuity i guess because we left off on um mm. quite a uh i don't know well quite situation a thing, let's say murder <laughs> you could just say murder yes um so lucky for you uh you have the sheriff on your side uh i think i think i mentioned it at the end of the session that you will have spent some time at the uh the sheriff's office right um uh you will have been asked a lot of questions about what happened there uh but the sheriff is friendly to you and you also have uh just say no and this special event takes precedence so i think we will leave it at um they will have more questions for you but for now you've been sent home okay just like trying to figure out where like um 
Well, it's kind of a potentially emotionally impactful thing for our latchkeys to have gone through. So just trying to get a beat on like where people oh. might be with that. Were you emotionally impacted? They, I don't know. They kind of listened to some guy, I think, like potentially himself. I don't know. Could be. Oh, boy. Don't create a condition. Oh, my God, Tracy. <laughs> Give us a condition. <laughs> I am uh, tempted to give you a condition, but the only effect that that will have is making you mark a mask and you wouldn't have the condition anyway. So I think we'll leave it for the narrative right now. Yeah. But uh, that might, we might play into that a little. You're welcome, Martin. Why you do this? All right. Uh, so we know what Shane's doing. Um, <laughs> do, do we have access to um Ed's stuff? <laughs> mm. That's an I interesting mean, question. <laughs> it's not like he's around. Yeah. All right, RIP. Too soon. Too soon, anybody. But will it be like under surveillance because it was his house and evidence, etc. kind of thing? Those are good questions that you would not know yet. Ah. I guess you'll have to head out to uh, Playa Morado to find out. Okay. Um. What about? Amber um, is going to prep the house as best as she can, but also, if she has the time, try to source some kind of weaponry. Um, from Ed, that's the only person I think she knows for Ed. Arm to the tip. All right. So, what kind of how how are you going to work on the house? What's your your thinking there? Um, I mean, yeah, Home Alone is one of her favorite movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, thinking about that and booby trapping, um engines like the windows and um the front door the back doors um all right maybe like a um we also i don't know if we can like incorporate this or whatever 
Um, because of her mild interest in science, or at least she liked watching Bill Nye, um, she sort of cooked up some defensive chemistry. <laughs> Did Amber make a bomb? She might have. You'll know her. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll get back to the specifics of your defense, and uh, we'll see how that goes for you. For now, I'd like to hear uh, what Erica and Brian are gonna do. Uh, I think Brian is gonna have a chat with Elliot, um, and depending how how well that goes we'll call um is it pickles or donut who works at the at the head shop missy donut donut nice all right uh and erica uh, i was first thinking about um are Brian and Shane interested in a like short nostalgia wound to take care of our wounded like hands? <laughs> yep. As we've got shit to do tonight. Um seems prudent. Uh and may want to if if y'all are trying to min-max this, having Brian take the the lead on that would make the most sense mm. all right yeah that can that can that can be done uh brian that's walks something when everybody's oh, go ahead She's going to say that's something you could do while, say, setting up a trap or finding a place to look out. Yeah. Like, anyway, sorry, uh, Dan. We're gonna we're gonna need those hands tonight because we'll be throwing them or losing them. Yay! And then, otherwise, I think. Um, when that is taken care of, uh, Eric is going to maybe consult uh, Father Martinez, considering he he did help us prep for the last kind of weird, demonic esque, otherworldly thing that we had to deal with. So maybe he might uh, be able to help us out here. All right. Uh, can I also call on? Wait, no. No. I think yeah, uh, Erica might just try to like network today a little. All right. In that case. feel like it would make sense to start with that uh, nostalgic move 
and uh, whatever you are doing around the house while that's going on. So, uh, Brian, why don't you set the scene there? Um, I let's see here. Um, while everybody is discussing their shared dream around the breakfast table over coffee or or preferred morning beverages, Brian walks in with a coffee and says, "Here, I got a, I got a tube of neosporin and a first aid kit from the from the come and go." We all had the same dream, right? We don't need to fucking talk about it. Okay. I'm going to channel my inner coach from whatever football movie. Um, it's so important not to lose hope. Hope is the only thing we have right now. If we lose hope, we descend into the swamp. We sink into the swamp. We That's, that's exactly how that fucking horse sank into the swamp. You've all seen the memes. This is before memes. Um, okay. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I don't think it's going to be a great day or a great night. Any questions? Yeah. What the fuck was talking? that? We got this. This was no problem whatsoever. Are you this, talking about little do. giants? It was little giants with Rick Moranis and someone else. I think I ever saw that. It's okay. Really? Devin saw it was like super cute in it. Okay. Listen, all we got to do is home alone this shit, like set up some traps. They made a serious mistake in trying to fuck with us. You, you really think that like... marbles and, and, and paint cans and, and I don't know, eggs? What, the, what, did, what did the guy use in Home Alone are going to stop whatever is coming? I mean, it might. And if it doesn't? Not a possibility. Okay. Uh, that's how that's how that's how we're playing this. Okay. If you think we're He's gonna lose, day. you've already lost. <laughs> that's what I'm He's talking the day, about. Shane. Like we'll be good. And it's day right now, so <laughs> Right. Nita. Carpet DM. Nita. Pre season finale thing. So you just hear Shane says looking around for the cameras. No one responds. <laughs> what are you talking about? Amber just Never. gets up ne and starts going to prepare the house. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, out, out of character, uh, 
we talked about doing nostalgic while like preparing traps and stuff, but Shane's going to be out of the house, presumably doing research. Well, at this point, uh, like, uh, you could do it here too. Um, I would like to know how you're actively working on those conditions. So, uh, Brian, you said you brought first aid kit and Neosporin. Um, I think you can pop a first aid kit into your uh, corner of the house. Um, I don't think you need to use the whole thing up to deal with all of these wounds, but... There's a lot of hurt hands. There's a <laughs> lot of hurt hands. Hmm. That would well, be too okay, much let's on a little bit. Um, We could have Amber come back with the only working hands um, and, <laughs> and help, <laughs> help repair everybody's broken fingies um citing um in summer camp we learned how to do like some basic red state stuff just in case any of us got hurt um kind of how i met some of the i don't know if you call it friends or whatever but some of the people that i used to hang out with made camp a lot easier um and it's been uh because of that why it's hard to forget some of the stuff. Don't move. Stop moving. Let me do this. <laughs> Did you get like cute band-aids? Which Disney princess do you want? You know I can never pick. Just like choose one for me. If I had to pick, I would say let's go with Belle. She had the better dress. Let's uh, let's talk about Brian's. Thank you for being a friend. So, uh, Brian, you can only clear one condition with it, but anyone else who took part can clear two, or uh, take one condition removed and take the condition feeling good, which will let you. Uh, before you roll a die, you can clear it to get an advantage. Amber, I would say since you are taking part, you could take feeling good, or you could clear I Dream of Deep Lake. Um, but that one, uh, that's up to you. Erica, you could clear Wounded Hand. Um, I don't think this is going to help in your you're being marked by Mrs. Waverly, though. I also prank called the library and told them that I'm Shane Torres and that they shouldn't worry if they see another imposter because I have murdered that imposter. You, you, you... Oh, yeah, classic sure. case of misdirection. Yeah, why not? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, yeah. Yep, sure. Go ahead and clear marked by Mrs. Waverly. You got okay. something much worse than her on your tail anyway, so. Let's see. Shane, you can clear Singed Fingy. Uh, up to you whether you want to clear marked by Adafoy. So 
I, I, what I would like to do, if we can, is have Adafoy help us build out things during the day. And then when it gets to like three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon, we'll finally say he should probably leave and he can be take his exit from the from the game. Which is I absolutely am aware of power gaming for conditions, but you know. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll say you can clear the marked at any rate. You don't want him to to stick around and use his. Uh, I would feel bad if we got pipe. him killed. Yeah, if, if he got killed, I, I would feel. Shane would feel responsible. So. Making a note of that. <laughs> there you go. There's a fun little knife for you. All right. Uh, so, and Brian, you could clear cut fingies. Um, you're stuck with somebody who's watching me currently, though. Which actually... Reminds me, mm -hmm. one of the great hungers is watching Brian from where you are right now in the in the kitchen. Martin, who's watching Brian? Damn. Uh, tr I always want to call him Travis. Is he Travis or Trevor? Where's Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Wow. Cool. Thank you. Um, Tyler. Is watching. Uh, Matt, where is Tyler watching from? I don't want to place Tyler in the house. So mm -hmm. I think maybe uh, a tree across the road up in the branches. Being a little kid, fine, we're up the tree. Brian, you get the vague feeling of being watched, but if you look out toward that tree, you'll only see the branches moving in the dry desert wind. All right, so with that done, let's talk about the rest of your day. Uh, who is, is anyone starting out by going elsewhere? Uh, I think Eric is going to just head out to the, to the church. Okay. If everyone else is staying at the house for now, let's let's get those scenes rolling. Amber, you said you wanted to set up some traps. Let's talk about that. What are you doing? What are you setting up? What's what's the set the scene for us? What are the vibes? Um <clears throat> Yeah, combined with um, rudimentary knowledge of Home Alone and some um, basic to mid-level um, science know-how from um, copious amounts of uh, 
Bill Nye the Science Guy. Um, Amber will booby trap the front door. Um, with um, with honey, like a jar of honey. Um, that will fall on whoever enters or whatever. Um, and then Is they that will also... going to stop anything? A will you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Um, a jar of honey and then um, some uh, uh, thumbtacks on the... Uh, On that, when you first walk in, like, I don't know, a welcome mat or something. Um, and then um, maybe some, uh, like, I don't know if you want to call them bombs or just little surprises. Um, little cherry bombs. Uh, positioned near... Um, near like some of the windows so that if somebody it's like a tripwire situation where somebody comes in through the window you get launched with bombs or whatever um maybe some uh no how do you make napalm you can make napalm can't you like um <laughs> gasoline and um yeah. uh styrofoam yeah And maybe she does that too. Basically, just sticky gasoline. Yeah, she does that too. All right. Um, I feel like just a game, NSA. It's just a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, there is going to be some risk involved here, considering uh, what you're working with. Um, so let's. This is going to be a roll with composure, and I think it's going to be a night move because, uh, I mean, the stakes are high here. If you fuck up uh, in the immediate sense, the stakes are high here. So I think I'd like a night move with composure. Mm. Does that sound cool? Can I use, can I mark off? Bill Nye poster. I think so. That for inspiration. Yeah. Bill Nye would never do me wrong. <laughs> Bill Nye would also never do this. Yeah, he would. Mm. You don't know him. <laughs> Go right ahead. So, what? Two? Yeah, two. Three D6. 3d6. 3d6, take Fifth the two one. higher. Come to me. So that's a... 11. 11. Okay, so you're going to succeed. Uh, so you are setting up a... Bomb! ...trap at the door. Uh, cherry bombs... Fair bombs at the windows. Where did the, the thumbtacks come in? Maybe we should do like thumbtacks in the honey. 
It's like all over your face and your eyes. Oh, oh. Is that too much? That's ooh. <laughs> they're they're called bone wolves. Do they have eyes, or are these like animate skeletons? Yeah, we don't yeah. know what we're dealing with. It's the great hungers. Okay. So they're all uh, you have at least three humanoid figures. Anyway. Molotov cocktail. You're building some Molotov cocktails. Okay. So the thing is, I won't. Oh, hmm. Okay. So we'll let your honey trap and the thumbtacks. Those are going to count as one clue each. Okay. I'm also bringing the T-square. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's a given. I'm sharpening the, the T-square. The Molotov cocktails. If you're making Molotov cocktails, I will let you put that in your uh, corner of the house. It's not going to contribute to your question, though, because that's like a that's a reactive thing, right? Like that's something you'll use tonight, not set up ahead of time. We're going to burn this house down, y'all. I mean, that is that is a potential outcome here. Which will make things really interesting for you in town. Anyway. Thank you, Amber. Uh, Not done. Um. <laughs> I think we'll we'll circle back to you. That That's good for no, one segment. More. I that's be good ready. for one segment. <laughs> Let's uh, check in on Brian. Uh, you are planning on talking to Elliot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Brian goes to the corner of the house where where he's met with Elliot before, and um, finds a finds a matchbox car or or a micro machine and sort of rolls it into a dark corner as this is their established signal to each other um and he's like hey hey dude um i know you like playing cars and i like playing cars with you and we have got a cool game coming up tonight right it's kind of like playing cars and it's kind of like playing tag but you get to play with the big car and there's some people, some things coming to the house tonight that are trying to get inside. And what you're going to do is you're going to tag them as fast and as hard as you can with the big car before they get to the house. Okay. Is that, uh, does that seem doable? So you are asking Elliot to drive your car into them when they reach the house? Uh, I think when they, when they, if, if he happens to see them approaching on the street. Um, and drive is, I don't know if, I don't know how appropriate the word drive is. I'm seeing a ghost child inhabit 
a car like oh possess a car okay um that's interesting uh you have something working against you at the moment though elliot is bound to the house oh is that a fact okay okay did not know that but i think if you want to spend a bit of time trying to see if he can stretch his bounds i think that is valid i'm going to ask for a day move with sensitivity i love it um I think part of this is incentivizing. Um, I think Brian is going to say, all right, dude, the prize for this game, check this out, is this, uh, and he holds up the Star Messenger Virtual Pet. It's like, I had one of these when I was a kid. We called it a Tamagotchi then, but this is different. Um, And man, it's so much fun. And you don't want these monsters to get this because they are going to have so much fun and they're not going to include you you want to you you want this um it you do have to clean up after its poop and like feed it which is weird but it's okay it's great it's 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 really cool um and yeah we'll uh, spend a, a day move with sensitivity uh is that do you think i can roll with advantage I think that might help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, I think sensitivity is one of the, yeah. Um, flat roll. All right. That is a nine. Nine. So there will be a complication, but I guess we'll see how that works out. Um, Elliot is going to You'll get the sense that a lot of what's holding Elliot back is uh, spectrally psychological as opposed to some sort of terms of his uh, his existence. So I think that, yeah, he will, you'll see him at the door kind of uh, hesitant and he'll walk out to the car and you'll see that more like um, kind of like a strobe light effect. Like he'll be here one second and then not until he passes through some shadow and then he's there. And when he gets to your car, you'll see him behind the wheel. He'll have his tongue stuck out one side of his mouth. And then the uh, high beams on your car are going to flash and you'll hear the, uh, the trunk unlock and open and then close and the windows start going up and down. And Elliot is trying his best to get a hold of this. It's going to take him a bit. So we'll circle back to Brian, but for now let's pop, uh, Elliot, the car ghost. As a clue. Shane, you have gathered the black leaf circle? Yeah. Well, some of them. 
the ones with the glowing eyes? No, I'm actually doing this in reverse. Well, the ones with the glowing eyes, I know have power. So uh, I guess we've gathered all of them. And then Shane will dispatch the ones that have glowing eyes to the house to strengthen thresholds, uh, apply blessings, warnings. I don't know what they can do. Um, the other ones, though, the ones that we haven't powered up are probably still good for research, though. Okay. And so we'll be looking for a, what did it say? A banishing ritual. All right. Instructions for performing a banishing ritual. So there's the two sort of practical, theoretical. Okay. Um, I think this is a night move with sensitivity. Uh, what could go wrong here is you're not going to know uh, how this could go wrong until it might go wrong. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Roll. Do you, are you going to make a case for advantage? I mean, yes, because it's not just Shane doing the research. If we're Shane on his own trying to find a ritual, that would be one thing. But Shane has a research team now, and they have already found real magic and kind of know what to look what it looks like. They are, as you described them, seekers of knowledge last session. Yes. But don't have anything that you can mark for it. What I'll say here is uh, this is going to be very difficult for them because this is older magic than what they have messed with. This is something bigger than like, they are not familiar with the chromatic desert or we're not until uh, you introduce them to your buddy. So there's going to be some risk here for them. And uh, unless you're going to mark something from your personal quarters, I don't think you're going to have advantage just by default. I mean, I don't see anything in there that I think you would accept. I mean, you do have a literal crystal wand. <laughs> uh, that is on hold for emergency use during the actual thing. Okay. All right, then uh, I guess you're doing a uh, rolling two. All right. Nine. Okay. I'll tell you this, then, the complication that you're going to get if you leave it at nine is that 
this is going to cost the Black Leaf Circle dearly. Are you okay with that? No. You you can be okay with that. Yeah, but Shane's not okay with that. All right. So you're going to bump that up to a 10? Yeah. Um Is there there's no mask for this or no key for this? Mystery? There is not. Okay, I'll mark a key of the child. Cool. Erica, you have gone to church. Yes. Let's talk about that. So you've been to the Our Lady of Pure Waters Catholic Church before. Is uh, Father uh, ba -ba -ba Martinez... Martinez? wait have you called ahead is this a does he know you're coming i yeah i was gonna i figured calling ahead might be best i think uh yeah he'll be there to to let you in uh the church is i mean i guess it's always open but there's no uh there's nothing planned for right now, so he'll be waiting at the door, and uh, when he sees you, he'll smile and say, No further demons, I hope. <laughs> so about that. His smile immediately just falls off. Yeah, that's kind of how it held too. Um, a like first, like, how you doing? I've been well, thank you. Kept busy. I suppose Wanna, you like, have found you're... something. Yeah. Um, I know the last time you helped us out, things went a little rough. That is the case, yes. Um, I wondered if you had like any advice because we okay, there's really like not a way to like explain this that doesn't sound like I don't know, um like possessed, but like I just like promise. Um so we kind of like all woke up with this collective dream this morning and uh apparently there are some we're gonna have some trouble tonight at the house uh are the great hungers like like do we like do we know like it's like Dolores Rodenbecker and Mr. Big Bad and like do the characters themselves know them as identified entities or just I think so. I think you things. would have seen them in in your dream. Yeah, so like I know this sounds a little like wacky. Um, well, kind of 
little X-Files, but like, you know, not no. Uh, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to be having some problems with some like potential uh, attacks in the house tonight. And I was wondering if you could maybe like advise me on a little thing or two about it. He'll look a little uh, thoughtful and he'll he'll invite you inside back to his office, which uh, has been cleaned up since the last time you were there. Uh, but he's going to, once he's behind his desk, kind of fold his hands on top of the, the desk surface and say, I have to admit, I don't understand what you think I can offer here. Well, I guess first, um, I don't like not know it's like, you know, potentially Wrath of Weird Gods related. I don't know. Um, you were able to help us with like, you know, the demon things before. So I was wondering if you had any kind of like other esoteric knowledge you could share that would help us tonight or also oh oh like okay so um well mrs wrote not like mrs rodenbecker like mrs mrs the old lady Delor dolores rodenbecker um like you know a lot about like you know the families around here and everything and i was wondering if you knew anything about dolores that would maybe i don't know i don't know if there's any sort of like equivalent of something like uh you know like a holy water to splash on her but like she's a really unhappy lady uh, Dolores is, uh, at my best guess, 108 years old. I expect uh, a firm push will solve your problem. Yeah, so, like, I totally get you on the age thing, but, like, you know, old people, like, been taking vitamins and shit, like... I don't know. She does not look like that old. She's actually sort of been, um, we've been just like kind of seeing her around and it's a little disturbing, um, honestly. He'll lean back in his chair and say, the Dolores I knew, the, the, the Rodenbecker family, well, she's always been a little much but a danger i i can't say i see it nor do i understand how she could possibly threaten you or your friends without some sort of supernatural intervention and if that's the that's, case yeah And exorcism is uh, not the service you're requesting. Okay, if you can't, like, out damn spot her or something, like, 
<laughs> what about like do you know any anything about her like old life or anything like that that we could use to like distract her potentially or to like get her away like listen like okay let me be real with you father I like I really don't want her just like within my personal space um or like my friend's personal space either but like especially my personal space I think uh let's get a medal here um because you are looking for information uh if you succeed I'm not sure if this is worth a second clue toward this event um so I'm not sure that his his uh this is very different than asking for the history of an old family in town you know right so I think this is just a a single you're not going to get the bonus for his side character uh choice what uh which uh, out of my presence Eleven. Eleven. All right. <clears throat> he will lean back and look thoughtful for a moment and say, You're aware that Dolores Rodenbecker drowned once. Mm-hmm. An event like that, well... Perhaps water is may stick in her mind. Interesting. Thank you, Father. Um, like I know this is a long shot and everything, and I know it's like you'll probably see. You know, I wouldn't be able to like just like borrow some like holy water or anything. Like that's, that's by all means. Water, right? Uh, and he'll kind of uh, open up the bottom drawer of his desk and grab a uh, a bottle of Crown Royale, and he will dump it into a different, just an empty water bottle, and hand you the the big Crown Royale bottle and say, "Fill her up." Erica just kind of like peers at it for a second looks in with just like an expression on their face like really this is this the uh the the font at the front of the church has already been blessed okay well i wish we had uh holy molotov cocktails <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Amber's got some holy water. That's yeah, I'm thinking more like holy crown royale. Well, thank you, like Father Martinez. He'll he'll nod and say, I, 
whatever happens tonight, I hope you and your friends uh, see the other side of it. Yeah, me too. Would really appreciate getting through tonight with like a little bit less mental scarring than we've been going through lately. He will wish you luck. And let's bop back over to Amber. What are you up to now that you've set up the uh, the home defenses? So, um, let's see. We've got... Um, um, there's like an upstairs area. Let's say there's like a... Um, yeah, I think we've established an upstairs. Yeah, but like there's like... Let's say there's like a... Like a... I thought these um, were all ranch houses. The, yeah, but the ranch house on Escondido Street was. Um, I'm pretty sure we've established an upstairs here. That's a standout. It has an upstairs amongst all these ranch houses. Let's let's say there's an upstairs. Okay, so we've got pulley systems to pull down bookshelves and things and we've got some um swinging paint cans but instead of just like knocking people over we've got paint cans that can come and like swing horizontally so bop somebody in the head you know like just like squish them um, that sort okay. of system um Amber has sharpened her T-square. <laughs> All right. And has found inspiration in um, her, um, her warrior character sheet um, from the game. So, uh, Okay. Uh, I guess my... Are you intending on also going to Ed Rogelski's house? Yeah, that too. I'm I think the house I'm prepared. going to ask for, if you're going to do that, I think you're not going to have time to do the, uh, the paint uh, traps and that. Got to keep things snappy here. I know. So, house. you're going to Playa Morado to investigate Ed Rogelski's house. Let's talk about that. We've already established uh, Playa Morado is not, um, not the most uh, uninvolved neighborhood. As you approach Ed Rogelski's house, there's no tape around it or anything like that because that wasn't the crime scene that was the the model home but mystery you are not unnoticed as you approach yes In i fact, am because i sneak i sneak in the back <laughs> sneak from from where 
you know, sneak in a back window or something. But I mean, you're presumably mm -hmm. uh, driving. Mm -hmm. You arrive I park on the street. Down the street, park down the street, walk back into another backyard, and find my way to the back. Oh no, that works for me. And this As in you... this gated community that has bullet holes through their neighborhood watch. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> As you enter this backyard, you're going to hear a very distinct of a shotgun and turning looking past a uh uh gosh a like a, a nice outdoor barbecue set with a pagoda you'll see there is a man sitting in a lawn chair looking at you a shotgun at his side he has a crew cut. He's wearing a wearing khaki shorts and a salmon-colored polo shirt. And his silver Rolex watch glints in the sun. And he'll just look at you. And he'll say, Can I help you? Is Ed here? Ed's dead. You wouldn't know anything about that. Would you? Really not. Um, I'm looking for weapons. He's looking at you kind of incredulous. He's still holding the shotgun at his side. And he'll say, I think you've got the wrong street. Listen, whatever killed Ed is coming for us too. I hope to uh, avenge him, but I need his weapons. Well, you definitely have the wrong house. This is my house. Ed lived next door. Oh. Okay. And what killed Ed, as far as I understand it, was his own gun. That's what they would have you believe. Mm. I could go into details, but we don't have time. Well, you see, <clears throat> he'll lift up his watch, which also raises the shotgun, casually pointing in your direction. I got a lot of time, actually. Uh, and, well, we take our weapon safety very seriously here, Mahogany Lane, especially after all that's happened. Mahogany Place, sorry. He'll say, my name's Maynard Keen. I'm, well, I guess you could say I'm a little bit of a leader in this community. And as the head of the neighborhood watch, well, I'm mighty interested in why you are looking for a dead man's guns. We can bring his killers to justice. I would hope that someone of that if you're the head runner of this community, then you would help us avenge someone that has fallen from your community. 
Oh, I don't give a shit about Ed. I think property values are going to go up a good deal now that he's gone. But I do not see a badge on your outfit. Am I perceiving that correctly, miss? Yeah, and? Why don't we uh, just hang out here for a second? And I'm going to go call the people who do have a badge. Go call them. He'll uh, keep the shotgun kind of pointed generally in your direction. And he'll say, Peggy, Peggy, hun. We got a visitor. Mind calling uh, the sheriff? And you'll hear, uh, what? And he'll repeat it, and she'll say, I'm in the wrapping room, Maynard. I can't hear. She'll come out. You have not met Peggy Keen, but everyone else did. She is currently wearing uh, a leopard print top and hoop earrings. She has freshly print painted nails, and she will look at you and narrow her eyes and say, oh, another one. Uh, and a lot of gonna... people your age poking around, Playa Murado. Another one. I'll call the sheriff. Oh, honey, can I get you anything to drink before I go? Sweet tea? Uh, I think you might be waiting okay. for a bit. Amber's going to wait until it seems like they're both distracted so she can run. Oh, boy. Is this Gonna run to Ed's house? Sure. Uh, considering the uh, obvious risk here, I think we're looking at a night move with Vitality. What are you afraid will go wrong here? <laughs> a trip and fall. <laughs> what will go wrong here it's worse than that you're going to get shot and then amber's going to go back home to 26 rodenbecker street mm. and no one will know the difference Do you have anything that you think will give you advantage? Oh, I would also like to remind you that you could have taken feeling good from uh, Brian's uh, move. <laughs> Wait, uh, what was that one? If you clear it, it'll give you advantage on any roll. Uh, actually, anyone who only cleared one condition could have taken yeah. feeling good. Except Brian, sorry. I was going to leave it. 
I will take that. In that case, uh, cool. Then, any other thing gonna go for advantage here? I don't know, man. I, I think not. Um, what What about using some of those like dance moves to give you a little like nibbleness? <laughs> no, we're saving that. In... We're saving that. We're okay. Saving okay. That. I mean, the song is literally "Leave Me Alone." Exactly, but we're saving it. Okay, okay. Um, Then, in that case, uh, feel free to roll. I just throw a cocktail in their face. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Made something extra for you. Um, No, that's not amber spicy, but. Um, oh, sweet Lord, please, please, God, it's a Uh, well, Amber, you don't get far before you hear the blast of the shotgun. And as you hit the dirt, you see through the growing darkness around your vision just on the other side of the topiary separating uh, Ed Rogelski's house from the Keens, you see yourself looking back at you and Amber raises one hand and turns around and then you see no more. Unless you'd like to turn a key. We're turning keys tonight. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do a key child. All right. Do that. Keep a note of it. Uh, and we will rewind. You can make your way to Ed's house. The complication for your partial success here is that the police have been called. You're going to have only a couple of minutes before consequences arrive. So, what are you doing in Red's in Ed's house? Um, finding where he stashed his weapons or his katanas or whatever. You weren't. Were, wait, were you there? I don't think you were there. No, it was just there was a while I wasn't there for. <laughs> um. In that case, uh, we can say that Brian told you if you if you mentioned your plan, uh, I think Brian would would tell you where the guns were. Um, so they were hidden behind a 
a, a, sh a short bookshelf in a little nook in the wall. If you want to take a couple guns, you could take a couple guns. There are a lot of guns in there. It was America. Um, and, and Ed absolutely exercised his right. Yeah. Um, a couple, maybe, let's say she has like a satchel that she brought with her. And so she stashed some, some, um, some rounds and I don't know, uh, because her bag is only so big, maybe like this a handgun or two, and then um well, does he have any like bigger weapons like a shotgun that she could like strap over her shoulder and then bring something? <laughs> uh yeah, Ed had a lot of weaponry. Cool. So we're getting shotgun um and stashing that maybe he has a saw of shotgun we're, we're bringing that to putting that in the bag um maybe not too much because she don't want to be over encumbered but she is bringing um uh, enough shells and um uh magazines as she can um before looking her watch uh well, let's say her phone Checking her phone and see the time. Um, doesn't have much time. You don't have much time. Um, what melee weapons does he have? Well, he already gave Brian his katana. So I think that was. Is the there another one. one? I don't think <laughs> he hey, has. Do <laughs> Who only has one katana? I he know. He's a gun guy, not a sword guy. Mm. The sword guy was... But you, 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 when you put them up on the wall, you've only got the one that looks yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's it's two, yeah. Did it come yeah, with, like, the wakizashi? Also, if, you, oh, dear. if you're going to spar, yeah, you need at least two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, a smaller um, katana deal. Um, maybe like a... What you call it? Tonto? Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to... Uh, you can get another katana, but, but here's gotta the complication. Go. See you later, bye. Gotta go. <laughs> Before you can leave, Amber, Ed has a full-length mirror in his house just near the door. You know, the kind of thing you... Nope. You Didn't check even it look out, fit in before go. you leave. See you later. Nope. Bye. No, I think go. you're going to want to see this. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I think you're going to want to. Because as you pass by it, you see Ed Rogelski. And he has his hands pressed against the mirror and he's banging on it from the inside. You can't hear him, but he is clearly saying, help me. Um, Ed? What did you... So you're still alive? Can you hear me? He He's going to kind of like cup his ear and say, mouth, I can't hear you. Um, ah, no time for this. Um, 
then he'll kind of pause and kind of lean back a little and, and say, well, Mouth, why do you have my guns? Why do I have... We're, we're getting attacked. Um, people coming for us, so we need to shoot them. I love this this miming. I, I just picture Amber doing it and just making zero sense. Yeah. People are coming. He, he is going to stress that he he needs to get out of there. We're, we're going to look for a way out. We don't know how to get you out of the mirror, but I we promise we'll we'll find a way. I got to go. I'm sorry. All right. Erica, as you're on your way back to the house, you're going to get a phone call. Oh, good. It's from the sheriff's office. (laughs) Is it about... Hi, Bill. Erica, I just got a word from the Keens at Mahogany Place. Uh, someone who sounds an awful lot like your friend Amber uh, is breaking into houses. There's That doesn't sound like something she would do. Are you sure that's not a case of like mistaken, mistaken identity? Erica? We're up front with each other, right? I don't hold stuff back. I have buried a lot of shit for you four. You owe me some honesty here, I think. At least. Yeah, that's fair. But also, like, I mean, you've met the people who live at Mahogany Place, right? (laughs) Are you sure? Like, I'm just saying, are you sure they're not just, like, profiling or something? (laughs) He's going to kind of that that will take him by surprise. And he's gonna say, Look, they're reporting a break and enter. My hands uh there's only so much I can do here. I have to send someone out there. If you can explain any of this, it it might help. Okay, um, so we We're looking, we're looking for some help. We, we could probably use some help tonight, actually, if you have anybody to spare, just to maybe like circle the block or something, because we've got some reason to believe that we're going to get attacked at the house tonight. Attacked by who? And if this is the case, why are you breaking into dead people's houses and not calling me? I just want to on the record that I didn't really talk much with Amber this morning and had no idea what her plans were. Um, So whatever she like may or may not have done, I can't like confirm anything. So again, I don't know. I think like, I mean, have you met the Keens? Erica, I am trying to help you here. 
Okay, so um, we potentially have reason to believe that there are some like really uh really unhappy like potentially supernatural entities that want to attack the house tonight and we're just trying to like bulk up a little like you can't give a house the equivalent of a leg day so we're just like doing the like work for it <laughs> he's going to pause for a little bit and he'll curse under his breath and say we're gonna have a talk I'm going like, to hold things up at Mahogany Place. Call Amber, get her out of there. I can only stall for so long. And then I am headed to 26 Rodenbecker Street. We're going to talk. Okay, cool. Thank you. Like, I mean, I am serious. I just came from Father Martinez. Like, okay. Trying okay. to ask him for help here. So. Yep. Right. And he he just hangs up. A movie goodbye. Uh, and... Amber or Erica texts Amber. Brian, after uh, teaching Elliot to sort of drive, what's uh, what's your next move? Uh, I think I think Brian is going to call um, uh, Donut. Um, is going to I think picked up a card from the head shop, so has has um, that number. And is going to call Donut and be like, "Hey, uh, this is this is Brian. I I'm the one who bought the Jabberwocky pipe a few days ago." Oh, <clears throat> sorry, Brian. Good to hear from you. Um, yo, I have the coolest news. Um, I know you play SNS. This is like SNS. There is there's an event happening at our place over on this street tonight uh it's it's like snf as it's more of a larp do you know larp i'm familiar with larping yeah i was big in the uh the nordic scene for a few years oh fuck yes um perfect okay so it is like your standard like hey sort of protect the fort um martial classes only and here's the cool thing the 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 um I, I hesitate to say people, the things attacking the base are like, they are, they are really um, state-of-the-art animatronics. This is, this is like a really fancy company. Um, so actual weaponry is uh, recommended. Uh, so what up? Are you into, are you into this game? Uh, she's going to pause for a second and say Brian uh, I don't want to uh, make any assumptions here but are you telling me uh, we're going to be attacking some people we are going to be defending a base which will probably entail hitting hitting thing hitting moving things with whatever sharp or blunt or whatever implement of destruction you happen to lay hands on and also you can pass this along to anybody who you think might be interested 
let's get a uh, a day move with presence here. Okay. Let's see how well this this convinces her. Uh presence. Okay, yeah. All right, that's a seven. She's going to pause for a minute and say, I, I can't say this sounds like a good idea for me to attend, but I know someone who might be of use. Have you heard of the people's champ? <laughs> I I I am familiar. Let me give you his number. All right, cool. All right. Uh, so the complication is you're not getting who you want. Right. This might be better. This might not be better. Uh, give me just a moment here. Let's see here. Okay. Um, how I uh, um I would like to mark a key. All right. Then in that case, with a full success, she's going to pause for for a bit and consider and say, "All right, Brian. Uh, looks like we'll get to." play together before I thought. I also know someone who might might be interested in attending. He's a little intense. Intensity is what we're going for tonight. Speaking of which, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Do you know anywhere where I might be able to procure a fungus that could make the night more fun, Gus? Do you have any mushrooms? So, <laughs> oh man, I hate it. Um, she is going to say, I, I think I might be able to help you out with that, Brian. Right on. I will see you tonight. Uh, All right. Slightly before sundown, if if you can manage. Uh, uh, I'll be there. All right. So let's add Missy Donuts. I love how we're just roping in donut. all of the NPCs that could possibly be collateral damage here. I mean, you're getting uh, Missy Von Donut and someone else. What are your thoughts about the with the mushrooms? Um. Well, uh, uh, um, hey, everybody needs to let loose a little bit and. Uh, uh, she said that she did some Nordic stuff at some point. And I know that 
or I think Brian picked up the piece of trivia that um, Vikings before going into battle would dose themselves with psilocybin mushrooms uh, to maybe maybe take the edge off of the act of killing people. Hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll we'll see if that f factors in at all. Uh, but for now, let's get one final peek at Eric. Uh, sorry, Eric Shane, and uh, then we will take a break and come back and talk about what's up next. Shane. What are you doing at this point? So we have the ritual for sure. Yes. Yes. And the other, um, the other black leaves have like warded the house somehow? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you didn't really go into that. Yeah. Well, sorry, that's what I was trying to accomplish earlier. So by splitting into two, it's fine. I can, I can roll. I can roll with that now. I was intending on because you've already got them as clues here. What I was thinking was they would be there to defend tonight. Okay. You've already kind of powered them up for that um and you have them working on the the ritual i don't think you can get another clue out of the black leaf circle is what i'm saying okay um Can hmm. let's take Adafoy and well, let's check and see if if Dieter knows if there's any like secret entrances to the to the street or to the house. Like, is there a drainage pipe that comes up into the house or into the street, and make sure those are secured because Dieter knows the tunnels really well. Okay. Or maybe give us an exit from the house to get behind invaders. Interesting. Um, okay. Let's do... If you're talking to Dieter about this, what's his bone? He doesn't get a bonus, does he? I don't know. A bonus? No, he doesn't get a bonus because you having him as a side character was a surprise twist. Um, but let's say because he does know, you can do a medal with him um, with reason. And we'll see, because he does know the tunnels really well. Okay. Reason with advantage because he knows the tunnels or just reason flat? Um, if... If you mentioned this plan in passing, uh, Brian might have passed off the map of the tunnels to you. Sure. Yeah, if you mark that, you can get an advantage. Okay. 
And I'd, I'd consider it you're working with Dieter and the map to uh, uh, yeah, figure out the, the exits and entrances. Okay. Uh, do I need to what could go wrong or anything like that? Uh, no, it's a metal. Wow. Six. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Dieter will say the tunnels are not always easy to predict. There may not be an entrance now. There might be one tonight. Great. I will help. You, you should. You've stuck around. You've been helpful. You, uh, I feel like we can't, we can't ask any more of you. You stick around tonight. You might not make it out of it. And, and I, I, I don't know that, that, I mean, I'm not, um, I, I, I like your, I'm glad you're here. Uh, but I, I don't feel like you should have to stay if you, if you don't want to. But I, I, I'm glad. He's just staring at you blankly the whole time as you, you go on. <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. Anyway, yeah, she's trying to, trying to give him an out. And also, like, be clear that it's not like, we want you to leave, it's a, we want you to be safe. He will kind of tilt his head a little bit and say, do you still have my mask? Uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, Amber has it. I want that back. And then yeah, he will, like uh, I think he will get up and you will see the, the pipe slide out from his sleeve. And as the afternoon slides into dusk, I think we will take a break there. And when we get back, we will do dusk, um, keep, uh, keep the masks that you've marked in mind and uh oh we will have a a scene with erica and the rest of you when you're all together again before dusk but keep the masks you marked there were a couple masks from last time i think that we did not actually narrate if i recall correctly uh but i could be wrong either way take all your masks we will do that in when we come back in 10 minutes I'm on your side, he says, spawning three more evil things to come attack the house. Thank as you. much as Thank I'm you. a fan uh, of, <laughs> of coffee shop AUs, uh, we're here for a different story today. Anyway, um, oh gosh, someone has absolutely made a coffee shop AU system, haven't they?
probably. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've probably seen like that on itch already. It's absolutely <laughs> on itch. Yep, there it is. Cool. Um, all right. Let's see here. Amber, as you arrive back at 26 Rodenbecker Street. Um, and know where the traps are. They are not set. There's not going to be any sort of situation where somebody <laughs> walks into the house and it's like, oh, no, no, it's not. We, we prep the traps before, like, everybody's inside. Yeah, so yeah, no, no, no I'm, I'm not. I, I know, I know. But shortly after you pull into the driveway, a cruiser pulls in after you and Sheriff Hanscom steps out and he sees you with your uh, your accessories and says actually he doesn't say anything he just looks at the guns and looks back up at you and amber looks at him maybe we should talk about this inside sure and she so, will coat her guns and <laughs> Uh, with the three of you uh, already there, I assume, um, Amber comes home with the sheriff Guns. behind her, and uh, he's going to carefully step over the tripwire at the door and note the... Uh, the traps you set up in the windows and notices the young man with the uh, pipe. And he's going to say, okay, so someone's going to have to go real slow and start at the fucking beginning because this, uh, it's, it's not fucking wacko. This is Waco. Come on guys. I mean, you're an intelligent sheriff. You can probably figure it out, right? Obviously, something's going on. We have to protect ourselves. Last time we talked, Amber, uh, you were trying to explain to me that a mirror monster ate Red Ed Rigelski, replaced him, and then shot itself. And I saw him. In the mirror, we have to save him too. But right now, something's coming for us. And if we don't make it through tonight, I don't even want to think about it. Adafoy will turn toward you, Amber, very seriously and say, I need my mask. And the sheriff's just going to say, Who's this guy? Listen, either you're going to stay here and ask questions or you're going to help. Uh, and help. Amber. What the bag of guns down? <laughs> Start World War Three in Deep Lake. Shane will will sort of rub his forehead and sigh and like, Sheriff, take a seat, and he'll he'll sit down. I'm sure. I'm sure you've noticed that. There's strange things that have been happening in Deep Lake. 
maybe more recently uh I would say more recently, yes. Seem weird. Seemed to have started when you showed up. The the things that that you've experienced, we we didn't cause them, but they pulled us here. And Uh, probably the ones that you've seen are are only a, a fraction of the ones that have actually happened. We good so far? Yep. Have you heard of the big man? Everybody's heard of the big man. Have you ever seen the big man? No, my former partner claimed to have seen him, but what's the point? We've, we've, he's really him. nice. He also likes gum. The big man sent us a warning. A warning that. that that we're going to be attacked tonight. And all of us. So you decide to go all Kevin McAllister instead of calling the sheriff who has already pulled your asses out of numerous fires. We can't rely on you just to come and save us every time. Um, Amber comes back and she throws the mask over to him. Listen, we can't be just bullied around by these these people that think that they can just do what they want. Also, they're harming not only other people, but they intend to harm us. I'm not going to sit here and these people come through and think that they can just do what they want. I'm not going to be bullied all over again. Like I, I'm not doing this. I'm going to fight for what I believe in and fight so that uh, nobody has to deal with this bullshit anymore. I'm sick of it. You stole Shame. guns from a dead man's house. Do you understand? Get them? Do you understand how serious that is, Amber? It's because of them that Ed's dead. Ed. <sighs> okay, Sheriff. Sheriff. Realistically, from our pers- from our perspective, we're taking this. Ex- extremely seriously but the thing that you haven't that, that you don't realize is that if we all die if the things that are, are coming for us kill us it won't matter about the guns because we won't be there this is i'm not exaggerating that this is life and death and it's hard to know who to trust at the moment and even if we wanted to tell you everything there are there are things that we've we've seen that i don't know that i i would have believed if i hadn't seen them myself asking them asking you to handle them is taking a lot on faith when when our lives are, are on the line 
Yeah. Would you believe me if I told you that I saw Ed? Even though we all heard and, you know, you, you investigated and saw the crime scene, would you believe me if I, if I told you that I saw him while I was, may or may not have been acquiring his gun? Nice. Um, he's going to look at you flatly and say, Actually, uh, Matt, let's get a presence roll. Uh, it's just going to be a day move, I think. He's not going to arrest you. <clears throat> Can he get advantage? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, no, I think the very fact that he's still here and seriously considering it is based solely on your relationship with him thus far. Um... Okay. An eight. He's going to take off his hat and and uh run a hand through his hair and say, I I can't commit any more people to this tonight. It's no one would it would put my whole career in jeopardy to bring up why do you think we didn't call you because i can help and shane will, will just look right at him and say i know you've, you've seen things but if you are here tonight there might not be any going back What Shane's trying to say is that we've seen some really weird fucking shit and it might just blow your mind open a little um, in like the bad way. The bad way. Uh, and I think at this point, well, I mean, like the good uh, way is like, you know, when you, you know, I shouldn't, you're a cop, never mind. Um, like the bad way. <laughs> I think at this point, the doorbell rings. Got it. Brian walks through with Katana out and answers the door. It is Miss Yvonne Donut. She has her uh, denim jacket on. She has her, her bright uh, neon eyeliner. And she has a Nerf baseball bat. I don't know if... I should have been more explicit. Um, uh, do we want to put like some nails through that baseball bat or like we can um, do that? This is, yeah, this is like a this is going to be a highly realistic LARP. I think she Donut. will look over your shoulder and she'll see the guns and she'll see the katana and she'll lean in and say, Brian, are we are we going to be killing some people? Ideally, um, people is <laughs> people again is not the right word. Um, uh, some of them present as people, but again, these are highly sophisticated animatronics. Uh -huh. State of the art. 
you saw Jurassic Park, right? It's just like that. Like there's dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Uh, and she'll she'll notice the sheriff and she'll say, uh, Sheriff, are, are, <clears throat> are, are we on board with this? And the sheriff just kind of shakes his head and looks at everybody and just says, Who the fuck knows anymore? Ryan, who's your friend? Oh, this is Donut. Uh, Donut it is the the owner and operator of that shop that's right next to the copy shop where I bought the water pipe for tobacco. Tobacco Plus. Right. Okay. Love your eyeshadow. And shortly following Missy is going to be a rather large man wearing intricate eyeliner. He has terrible stick and poke tattoos with inverted crosses on his arms. And he is carrying a Nerf like crossbow type thing. And he'll look at look over Missy's shoulder and look at the, the rest of you and say, oh, fuck me. And Missy will say, everybody, this is my friend, the Beast. <laughs> he'll just look at you lot and he'll say, Jesse, actually. But sure, the Beast. How's it going, Mackie? He says that to, to Erica. Or no, he'll call you Barbie. So you you do this like like this game thing that like Brian does? Uh no, but Missy said uh I'd get to fuck some people up. That's the spirit. That's cool. what we like. All right, but, uh, you're like Totally welcome here that. Cool. Uh are those real? Can I can I can Shane produce magic without using the uh the using up the uh, item slot at this point? You want to do a like a display? Yes. Yeah, you can do a display. These are my natural lashes, yeah. <laughs> I think Shane will uh produce I don't know fire and say it's gonna be in the palm of his hand and be like either to to do the alarm or so be like realistic. You're gonna want something more realistic. And then to look over he'll look over at the sheriff and say it's a line you can't go across. <laughs> trying or a uh, line you can't come back from. Um, just trying to, to tell both groups what they need to hear to make them believe what's happening. Um, when Shane does that, um, Amber's kind of like, "Jesus, fuck! Would you warn us before you do that magic shit?" 
is there a smoke alarm in here? Like, Bella is like the fire department going to come here? Is there some sort of like auto thing? Because like, we don't need that right now. Shane, like, waves his hand and doesn't go out and he, st- he sticks under the under the sink to make it stop. Great. Uh, okay. I think we've we've collected our uh, our crew here at this point. Um, does anyone have any short little moments I'd like to get through before we move into dusk? Um. Uh, Amber will help like distribute out weapons of choices um, and also help lethalize the nerf weapons so like adding nails to the bat and I don't know I, I think it the, the nerf weapons are uh, you're going to need just, just full on replacements there mm. um, it's probably two by fours in the basement yeah though I was also considering I was considering using somehow um MacGyvering the CD changer into some sort of like disc shooting <laughs> sharpen the edges of the of the CDs. Um, I don't I don't think that's gonna Amber's I don't not think that you've part. got time for just, that kind yeah, of engineering. Not the, the kind of MacGyver. I, you could still just Break CDs and throw them at people. I would still True. really hurt those. 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 Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those could be like shards of, I don't know, not glass. No, we're not introducing any mirrors into the situation. Don't you? Don't you give me that look? We like, actually. No, that's a really good point. We should go and cover all the mirrors. Oh. Who's doing that? Don't stop it. Uh, <laughs> we're going in pairs. Buddy, buddy no system. Okay. There are no mirrors in the house. I called it. No, there oh, are not. There, there are. There are. There are <laughs> There's definitely mirrors in the house. What are you talking about? You need to contact. make it somewhere. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I think. Uh, um. I actually thought about this at the end of the last session and totally forgot that I wanted to do that. Yeah, you can you can cover the mirrors. I'm not going to make it uh, more complicated. <laughs> you got enough going on. Um, Erica wants to walk along with Amber when they're doing that and just like have a short, just tell her something real quick. Go for it. Erica or Amber? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> God, I just can't. Yeah, what's what's up? I'm just, I'm really stressed out about tonight and I'm really worried. Okay, but like, I need you to do me a favor. Like, just don't tell Shane that I'm worried, okay? You're worried for Shane? No, that I'm just like worried at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's been having a really hard time with stuff lately and you know, I'm just like, I'm trying to help him out and everything. Like, we saw some shit back there, you know, with the things. And... Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. But, I don't know. I, I'm still processing it myself. It's so weird. Like, all this coming down on us, I just feel like 
don't want to be running anymore. You know, I just want to fight back and do something. Like I've grown up for so long being bullied and I just don't want to have to put up with anybody else, you know, forcing our hand and making us run away and hide. So I, I get it. Well, I won't. Yeah, talk. I know, girl. Come here. Come here. Like, get in here. Get in here. And like, moment. Erica, Erica throws their their arms around Amber. It's like, we'll be okay. Got this. But yeah, just like, just don't don't let him know. Okay, I'm just trying to like keep it together, friend. Like, we don't need everybody falling apart. Yeah, let's um go shopping after this. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Not use a gun. <laughs> no. Uh, the sheriff will will step up and he's going to give you very brief how to use the firearms. <laughs> uh, Brian. I am so me... concerned right now. <laughs> By what? <laughs> Nothing. Everything's gonna be great. Uh, Brian, is there anything you want to get out of the way? Um, I think uh, I think there's a a few shots uh, of people uh, working around the house, getting preparations done, and um, Brian and Donut uh, can be heard scuffling around in the kitchen, and uh, Brian brings out two large plates of pasta is what i'm gonna say with uh with with a noticeable mushroom sauce and he's like okay everybody oh no it's time to carbo load um it's good for it's good to get you going don't eat too much it'll weigh you down um this plate is for the tigers and this plate is for the kittens okay so hey if you're interested in a really interesting experience, try this pasta. This one is is pasta with with um, portobello. Okay. I think the sheriff goes to to get a plate, and and uh, the beast just puts a hand on his chest and. Thanks for making dinner, Brian. You're welcome. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. So is well, was... is anyone is anyone partaking in the uh, enhanced pasta? The pasta plus, if you will. Pasta please. Eric is gonna stick with the kitten plate for now, all things considered last time. Yeah. Yeah, um, what are the what are the chances it'll actually help with sensitivity? Ooh. Mm. Interesting. Uh we're gonna do a roll to see uh how it affects you. And then Can we use a key on the roll if it goes poorly? I mean, you can always use it, except for answering a question, yeah. 
Okay. In that case, if you are partaking in the mushroom pasta, um, I'm going to do a roll with, I think, composure. Uh, the risk here is that you'll have a bad trip and it will not help you. It may, in fact, put you at a disadvantage. But what if it's really good? What if we, what if we do Then good? we'll see how that goes too. But for now. Shane has put back on. Take... Nope, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Ember's going to take some. Uh, Brian has 12. taken some. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian, this is going to... In Brian's mind, as you finish eating this pasta, you will look up and Erica is wearing a horned helmet and has wings flapping gently. Amber is wielding a hammer of prodigious size and is wearing a, uh, a clearly a Muppets-esque wig with two blonde pigtails. Shane has a beard down to his belt, and you are Thor. Not Thor as in, like, the mythological figure. You are wearing the blue sleeveless top with the shiny silver plates on it, and red tights, and a winged helmet. Missy Von Donut is herself, but more so. She glimmers. And uh, the sheriff is a dwarf. Nice. Uh, Brian cries a single tear and says, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I've really enjoyed hanging out with all of you. Ooh, all right. This is going to be weird. I think, yeah. Uh, Shane will, will put on the crappy wizard robe that is supposed to help with magic or helped with the previous one. And we'll take the enhanced pasta as well. Okay, give me a composure roll. Five. Oh, you are having some rolls tonight. Oof. Uh, Shane, the starry uh, gown that you are wearing seems to deepen in darkness as if you're looking into the void of space. The stars twinkle back at you. But you barely notice that because what you do notice is that the plate of pasta is like squirming and crawling across the plate towards you. And as the strands of pasta part, you see sharp teeth between the uh the the strands and it starts to laugh uh please take the condition bad trip brian you can take the uh the condition um 
Hmm. Call of the Valkyries would be bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, Berserker. Anyone else? Yeah, Amber too. <clears throat> Give me a composure roll. Please, Lord, have mercy, please. Uh, it's an eight. So the complication that I'm thinking of for you is that it's neither going to help nor hurt. In point of Ooh. fact, after a few minutes, you're going to be like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> but to the camera viewers, you will say that, but there is a multicolor rainbow of you extending behind yourself, all of them saying, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. Erica? No, I think I'm good. Just, nope. I'll take the kitten portion tonight. 14 different Ambers respond to this differently. You don't see any of it. No, I, Just I thought it was fine. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think, I mean, they could have added more salt or something like that, but you know, whatever. Then we raise personal taste. No, I thought it could have used more pepper. Or what about paprika? You know, you're so right. Paprika would have been so good on this. Maybe like some, um, some parmesan or something like that yeah totally like a fettuccine moment or something like that no i don't think about fettuccine maybe like a the sheriff like a is just watching <laughs> all of this like we're all going to die <laughs> atifoy see this is why i called you uh all right so with that out of the way, let's move into Dusk. So there's no tape tonight. Uh, you will be too busy. Let's... Well, I, hmm. Actually, I don't see a reason why you couldn't have a tape on if you want to. <laughs> if no, you want great. to. It's up to you. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. You tell me. On a VC yeah, let's say um we could put on a tape sort of like a distraction, like leave a room where the tape is playing, but people think that we're in that room. But then we wouldn't actually be watching it. We have to we could be hearing it, listening to it. Right? Because the volume's up. And we do. We'll we'll worry less about the the logistics, uh, but if you want a tape to be on, if if you want to narr uh, narrate an Odyssey tape, while this is going on, it is how you'd get a uh, a signal from the other side. So up to you. Yeah. That's one vote. It has to be unanimous. So if y'all get it, what? Brian and Erica could potentially level up. That's true. Okay. If you get all of them. I don't right? necessarily need XP. <laughs> so tape or no tape? Tape or no tape? 
Fingers up for yes. Martin, you never get to complain about me, uh, like, suggesting dangerous things ever again. Uh, I think that's a deadlock, so... That means I get to decide. And you let's vote get, yeah. Let's get the uh, keys that have been turned out of the way while I think on it. Um, I had a flashback to a moment when you realized your parents were imperfect. <sighs> um... Um, Amber's parents, um, I won't say they were like rich or affluent, they were, um, uh, you know, middle income sort of folks, but they liked to, um, be presentable, um, and, uh, you know, they like to look good and things. So, um, every now and again, um, when Amber was getting ready for school, she would watch her parents, like, get ready for work and stuff like that. And um, uh, I guess the night before they had um, an experimental dinner of some kind. And so um, Amber had something different, like chicken nuggets and french fries or something. And yet when her parents were about to leave the house, she witnessed them having, um, I don't know, a bathroom accident on the way out the door. Um, <laughs> um, Hershey squirt situation um, and it sort of broke that perfect image that she had of them of just like you know being uh, well put together and now they're just like scrambling through the house like oh god it smells so bad like what did we eat um, that kind of situation that would do it sure um Thank you. Well done. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I also uh, clicked uh, flashback to a moment you realized your parents were imperfect. Um, uh, Brian's dad's face is red. Uh, Brian keeps trying to find purchase in the water, but his feet just kick and splash as his dad dangles him in the by the wrists over the pool. Some of the neighbor dads laugh, koozied cans in hand, faces also red. The sun is close to setting, and everything is bathed in gold light. Brian's breath comes shallow and fast, his eyes sting. Do you know what that sound is, Highness? Those are the shrieking eels. His father, uh, ash falls from the cigarette uh, that wiggles in his, on his dad's lip as he does a surprise surprisingly good Wallace Sean. Brian can see the bottom of the pool, but that does not stop him from giving a little whimper. You don't believe me? Just wait. They always grow louder when they're about to feed on human flesh. And Brian feels it. He feels the slimy surface brush past his foot. He screams now and whips his feet up out of the water, throwing his dad off balance. And the fraction of a second after his dad's, dad's hands release him, but before he is underwater, he sees his mom stone-faced frozen. He is thrashing and sinking and can't climb the water up to the light and the chlorine is in his nose and his eyes and his mouth and his throat. He tries to gasp and then cough and his body is trying everything to get the water out of him. There's a guy down here. 
and now it's dark and now he's throwing up onto sun-baked concrete everything is the sort of gray that it turns just after sunset he hurts everywhere a crowd of adults stand around him uh, mr schumann is kneeling by his by him yelling something Brian sees his dad, sat on a pool chair, beer can, cigarette, staring down at the concrete. Thank you. Wow. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Anybody else have a key to turn? Uh, I have a flashback to when you felt a genuine happiness. Uh, so we're going to come back to that, that afternoon where Shane climbed the water tower and sat out there enjoying himself while the world was below, uh, you know, for good reason, you've been warned against doing this. Um, and late in the afternoon, as he was climbing down the water tower, uh, holding his mini disc player, his book bag, a couple empty cans of uh what is Shane drink? What is a weird drink? Um cream soda. Um the he puts his foot down on the ladder going up the uh the water tower and it gives way beneath him the old corroded metal finally shrieking its last and he falls for what seems to him like forever and lands on his back on his bag on the ground below the water tower and is unharmed he probably only fell two or three feet but it felt in the moment like he was falling forever and he, he looks up onto the water tower and the beautiful sunset. He just begins to laugh. Genuine, genuine freedom uh, from what he was certain was going to kill him. Thank you. Anybody else? All right, in that case, as night falls and you begin to prepare, the TV in 26 Rodenbecker Street snaps to life. You hear the familiar but distant strain of the TV Odyssey uh, jingle, the little three-tone doo-doo-doo that you'd hear between segments and, and shows. And you hear through the TV's tinny speakers, sorry, one moment. Uh, tonight on Lucky Lots, uh, cooking for your community. Bobby G. Heaven here. And you hear the theme song of Calamity Raccoons, or sorry, the musical adventures of Calamity Raccoon, and just the beginning of the Blam theme song before Visit Starlight Kingdom. 
and then something you've not heard before. The final episode of Pep Talk, a call-in show aimed at Degoya County teens that aired every Friday night, begins to play. While kids called the show for advice or to simply vent, Pep Talk and its host, high school senior Pepper Daniels, were also often the target of prank calls and harassment. Going to say the first prompt, one of the first calls of the night is from an anonymous student at Lorfesca High. What is the teenager's problem, and how does Pepper's response hit at her own youthful inexperience? Is for Matt. Sorry, keyboard went a little crazy there. Pep Talk is eventually overwhelmed by prank callers who mercilessly taunt the show's host in cruel and vulgar ways. How do we see Pepper struggle to maintain her facade of composure? That's for Dan. Another caller rings into Pep Talk, but this one sounds older, far too old to be seeking the advice of a teenage girl. What does the caller say to put Pepper on edge, and how do we see her facade finally crumble? That's for Tracy. And Martin, the older caller rings again, but the footage of their call, the final call of the night, is warped and obscured by bursts of static. When the distortion settles, how does Pepper sign off this episode of Pep Talk? And how do we know that she has been irreparably changed? So, think on that. Is her facade, in this case, Pepper's facade? Yes. So think on that, and uh, we'll come back in, let's uh, say five, five-ish minutes, and uh, we'll pick we up then. stuff a way we probably need to. Thank you, Matt. Five is good. <laughs> All right. See you in a bit. Before we get into the night phase proper, let's talk about the mystery. You have 13 clues, and I don't think we need to really explain how they're going to function here. Because uh, it's pretty obvious. So who would like to roll with the plus five? I'll do it. Do it. Do it. I call upon me. Wait. Plus five. Please don't screw it over. It's a 14. Only a 14. Maybe only I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get out of here. <laughs> I will screw this camera. <laughs> well that means that uh you'll be able to resolve this but this isn't a normal mystery what i will say is that you're not going to get anything any new nasty surprises you're going to be able to do this well there will still be night moves involved here because this is dangerous uh but Things will go mostly how you expect them to. And Did we get an appearance of uh, 
I guess we will see. Maybe. All right. Night falls on Deep Lake. All of you are in the house, quiet except for the sound of uh, Pep Talk's theme song. You may not be in the room with the TV, but you can hear her set, stepping onto set. You can hear the music and the canned clapping. And she says that this is the final episode of Pep Talk. And it's going to be a special one tonight. Lots of guests. And as she says this, you hear something that you don't normally hear in Deep Lake. You hear the howl of a wolf. And it's close. And in the lull between Pepper talking and the wolf, you hear something else. Ding dong. On the tape or in? The door. The doorbell rings. The actual doorbell. Literally nobody's going to answer. <laughs> but the door is open. Oh, it's open. Not like Why open, open, but you know, it's like... You've left the, it unlocked. They tried the handle, yes, it's unlocked. Why would it be unlocked? <laughs> Come through the front door, please, anybody. Oh, because of the trap. The You hear the sound of the... Actually, where are all of you at the moment? Me. Let's, let's get an overview of the gang. Uh, I think Brian has uh, stationed himself like out in a... I'm going to call it the side yard, the a a way around the building between the road and the back. Uh, Shane is maybe at the top of the stairs to the upper floor, being able to see like down the stairs and also maybe the hallway on the main floor. Um, Amber is, let's say there's, um, a couch in the room with the, uh, where the TV is. Amber is behind the couch. I don't like that expression. No, let's change my, I'm changing <laughs> Is there like a um I don't know some sort of like doorway from like where the like where the stairs are toward to the living room? Is there any sort of like a opening that like Erica could be like hiding behind and peek around kind of thing? Sure. Yeah. I think all of you 
except maybe Shane are in a position to see lights come on outside the house and the familiar sound of Brian's car starting, followed shortly by the squeal of wheels and a great crash as something hits the front of the house very hard. Hard enough to bring the, I think, the front door and the entrance area to cave in. You see the lights of Brian's car shining into the house now. You hear the sheriff mutter, what the hell? And in the rubble that was the front door, Paula Palmer stands up and brushes just a little bit of dust off of her otherwise perfect ensemble. And she looks around the house and draws one finger across the uh, the upper edge of a framed painting, looks at the dust on it and says, And then she picks up her knife. And before she can walk into the house, Martin, tell us about Amber's trap. Or walk further into the house. I mean, does she, she trip the trap? Yes. Um, Amber secured some fishing line, so uh, it's invisible enough. Um, but she'll uh, pull that that fishing line, which will um, sort of have a a gold. What are those things called? Goldberg. Rube Goldberg machine. Rube Goldberg. Yeah, sort of effect, um, and trigger the little series of pulleys that um, she was able to rig, and um, the jar. The jars of honey um, will dip over and start to pour onto her head. And as the jars, like, um, they, as they pour themselves, like, the little shelf above them will trip over and the thumbtacks will rain down on, on her, uh, getting stuck in the honey and her hair and things like that. She doesn't seem incredibly bothered by it until she reaches up to try and wipe the honey off of her face. And then the screaming starts. On TV, though, things are pretty calm. The first call of the night comes through. And Pepper answers. The, the caller is a teenager who is uh, expressing some concern that uh, their friends in high school uh, have started, you know, um, picking up expensive hobbies. They're boating out on Deep Lake. Some of them bought a horse. And uh, the caller isn't really keeping up with their friends anymore. And is having less and less to talk to them about and is worried about losing these friendships that they've had all throughout uh, 
I guess, middle school. Is that how that works in the States? Um, and Pepper says, oh, well, high school is the best four years of your life. So don't worry about those friends. You can get new friends. It's easy. You don't need them. You can just you can just let them go. They'll do their own thing. And it'll be super, super easy for you to find new friends. Next caller. Has the uh, the little jingle between uh, callers plays Paula Palmer screams careening around the entryway trying to swipe at her face and get the embedded uh, thumbtacks out of her skin out of her eyes and as she does she almost seems to to ripple like someone's tuning her and it's a little off but Brian outside you don't even hear the person behind you until they're very close and you just hear blam 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 what do you do um <clears throat> i think brian whips around and is like oh it's a weird little kid hey man How's it going? <laughs> Tyler shifts in the air again, like like something is is turning the tuning on him as he he moves towards you. His eyes kind of drift apart from each other and close back in, and his colors change. And he says, "Are you ready for Blamorama?" Blamorama, blam. Brian holds up his katana and says, I can't wait for Blamorama. <laughs> Tyler looks at you and he reaches behind himself and he pulls out a ball, just a, a big kind of soccer ball sized thing and he says catch and he tosses it toward you uh i you know you gotta you got a stick you got a ball i think uh i think you got a swing um and uh brian tries hard to slice that slice that ball in twain that sounds like a uh vitality roll it's a night move. What are you afraid will happen if you fail? Uh, I'm kind of worried that this will somehow be an explosive device uh, is, is my primary concern. And it will incinerate Brian and blast a big hole in the side of the house. It's better or worse than that? I guess it depends on your, your perspective here. The ball is much hotter than it appears it if you do not ward it away it will immolate you and then possibly hit the house setting it on fire as well makes sense um i am gonna mark that katana to uh to is that 
Is that possible to use that for advantage? I think so. Wonderful. Mark it before I forget it. Uh, it's a katana. Sweet. And we said this is um, uh, vitality. Love vitality, yep. Oof. Well, hard to get more worse than how that's not good. That is five. Yeah. Uh, the ball, Brian, hits you. And you didn't even consider the thought that it was as hot as it is. Your clothing catches a light instantly. The ball rolls past you as you start to flail and try and pat with the katana in one hand, your flesh melting into the handle and searing the uh, uh, collars of your popped your popped collars together the ball rolls into the corner of the house and the house the fire crawls up the side of it or you could turn a key i think uh, i think it's time to turn a key of the not the child the a key of something else desolation there you go um oh uh and that is the wandering monolith very good So you're going to slice this in half, but there is a complication. This ball is going to touch the house. Mm. Yeah. Tell us about you, you reacting here. Uh, reacting to the, to the house being well, touched to the, by a... Give us a scene of uh, Brian and the, the sword. Um, okay. Yeah. I think, I think it is a, a very $6 million man shot as the, as the blade of the katana slices through the air and we hear na, 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 and, uh, <laughs> and the ball neatly slices, um, in twain revealing a, just a glowing white hot core of energy. Um, and it's, it's more solid than you think. Each half retains its uh, hemispherical shape. And one of those just sort of bounce rolls in that awkward way that a not a not uh, spherical object does and just ends up rolling and just boop, lands with an edge against the house. The grass out here is now like just a crisp. There are lines through the grass that are crisp burned lines um the dirt is uh is is ashen and uh and smoking great tyler looks at you looks at the ball and then turns to run into the backyard uh, you know, i'm on mushrooms um i think brian runs to try <laughs> and tackle this child Uh, yeah, let's do a, a another roll of vitality, but your berserker strength is going to give you an advantage here. Oh, sweet. Right, fingers crossed. That's, that's a little better. That is a 13. Wow. Okay. So you will definitely tackle this kid to the ground. Where, everywhere you touch him, 
like your your hands on his shoulders, it tingles like you're touching a, a staticky TV screen, one of the old ones. You get that little uh, buzz. But he crumples under you like he was just filled with chicken bone. And he looks up with his eyes a little too wide, a little too green. And he says, Blam? And Brian says, you can go now. You can go back to wherever you came from. And, oh, I don't like this. And just, God, why am I doing this? Presses his hand against the child's face, just squishing it into the dirt. Uh, The head crumples under the pressure from your palm just it isn't a squish because it's drier than that it's drier than it should be like Mm. like you're pushing through an old uh cardboard box and tyler goes still inside the house we hear pepper say and now her next caller. That is me. Um, phone picks up. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm calling because I need advice. Uh, I got braces and I keep getting like food and stuff stuck in them. Pepper's face shows genuine empathy. Her own dental hardware glints slightly behind her slightly parted lips. Just like just today, I was practicing kissing and I got my face stuck on a stray dog. Wait a second, that's not a dog, that's Pepper's boyfriend. Pepper's gaze goes hard as she pushes the button to disconnect the call. Well, teens, I think we all know that was just a dumb prank call. For one, the story of people's braces getting stuck together is a myth. And plus, I don't even have a boyfriend. Next caller. (laughs) The... TV room is apparently really quiet between calls, but not so quiet, Amber, that you don't hear the sound of someone moving along the window, dragging fingers along the glass to get that that kind of squeaky sound going. You look up. I have too many things open up. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You look up and you see the glimmer of red and blue sequins and the smiling face of Dolores Rodenbecker walking, twisting her hips with each step like this is a choreographed uh, part of the plan. And you smell smoke. She's going to tap on the window with her sequenced fingernails and say, come on out, dear, it's time for a dance. Um, Amber's behind the couch. <clears throat> She's got her weaponized T-square um, behind her and she'll just like 
peek above the, the edge of the couch to look at the, the window. Um, Dolores is already the window. The window is open. It's totally ajar. She could totally come in if she wanted to. <laughs> she will see you and she'll kind of take a, a couple of steps back, kicking her legs out with each step in a, a, a weird little dance that seems to be filmed at the wrong frame rate for real life. And then she'll step forward and try to somersault through the window whereupon your traps will tr fire. And what's that like? Um, uh, when the, the wind, let's say that the, it's one of those, mm, I'm trying to think too deeply about this. <laughs> it's the same kind of idea. Um, fishing line hooked up to a mechanism. Um, and there's like a angled at the floor. There's like a row of like um, cherry bombs and like firecrackers or whatever. And um, as Dolores comes through the the window, it'll trip the tripwire, and the bombs will like launch themselves um, at her. Just pop, 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 kaboom. And she'll bat at the air and flail a little bit. It's like the Fourth of July. And um, Amber she'll... will take that opportunity to um, vault over the couch and like um, swing the T square at her. Give me a, a, a vitality night move roll, please. What are you afraid will happen if you fail? Uh, don't miss. Um... I don't know. Get caught up. Uh, maybe not. Uh, not exactly how. Wants it to go. Yeah, she'll she'll miss and either hurt herself or leave herself vulnerable to an attack. You will be wide open for an attack as Dolores Rodenbecker will grab your throat, and. Proceed to dance as you suffocate. I am marking my T-square because I'm utilizing it. Sounds good. And we're going to roll, and it's going to be the best roll ever. Okay. That's pretty that? good. <laughs> That's pretty good. So uh, tell us what happens when you attack Dolores. Um... Yeah, Amber hops over from hops over the couch and um, swings that T square um, and uses a momentum to sort of like swing around Dolores so that they're like they end up back to back and um, who doesn't love a good geeky phrase? Um, Amber will say something like. I don't know. Last dance for you. Uh, and like pull the T-square down, sort of like effectively like snapping Dolores' neck, you know? 
Dolores will stop dancing momentarily and crumple to the ground before turning back to face you and straightening up and say, show's not over yet, dearie. <gasps> and Amber like jumps back, holding her teeth clear. <laughs> You're going to hear uh, Sheriff uh, Hanscom trying to organize a couple of the others to deal with the fire. But Dolores Rodenbecker is no longer looking at you, Amber, because she is going to walk out into the hall and she'll kind of look at Erica where Erica was hiding and she'll say, won't you dance for me one more time? One last time. Amber's gonna like yell at Dolores, like, hey, I'm over here. Come over here. Like, we're not done with you yet. <laughs> Just trying Your to number's her. over, darling. I'm not done with you. Uh and Amber will like charge Dolores with a T square. Um Yeah. All right. Uh let's get uh let's do another vitality roll there. But she knows about the T-square now, so you're not going to have that to, to give you advantage. Yeah, yeah. Is is Dolores turning to, like, look at Amber? I think or... so, yeah. Okay. Um, could Amber then get advantage with my Crown Royale bottle of holy water that Erica will then swing at Dolores while her back is turned? Okay. Advantage. Come on. Ooh. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, I think it's actually the holy water that hits her. Erica, so tell us about that. As... Erica brings the uh, brings the bottle down. Um, Erica's not very strong, but uh, they're also just very determined and is like, are you seriously going after my best friend right now? I don't think so. Um, and just crashes the bottle over Dolores's head. And as the water... Uh, flows over her face. Um, we see her her skin uh, like almost start to ripple and bubble as the water like sinks in. It's not sizzling or burning. It's almost like it's denaturing her flesh as it flows over her form, over her clothes. And her image just starts to sort of unspool before us. You hear the sounds of like a player piano going faster and faster as she flails. 
But Shane, you're at the top of the stairs. You have a perfect view as Paula Palmer wipes the honey from her face, her skin just a mess of slashes and gouges, little thumbtacks here and there. And she looks up at you and she says, that wasn't very neighborly. And she starts stalking up the stairs at you. I think Shane is going to wait for her to be close, then push her down the stairs using the wooden boat paddle. <laughs> um, I think that sounds like composure with the paddle. Um, what are you afraid will happen if you fail? Uh, I will. Shane will miss with the paddle. Well, yes, and then she will gut you where you stand. Erica is watching, uh, is like kind of standing there panting after Dolores seems to dissolve and sees Paulo walking and just panics and yells up just Shane, just run. And Shane will look down the stairs and says, no, we're done running. Do my roll? Yeah. This is an advantage because I have of the, the yep. thing, right? I think that works. Wow. 12? Yep. Uh, that will do it. So uh, you hit her. T tell us about the your use of the paddle here. The, there's a, a corner at the top of the stairs. And so the paddle's not immediately visible. And so Shane just stands there in his stupid robe waiting for her. <laughs> and when she's about three steps away, he grabs the paddle and brings it up under her chin. She, her her feet leave the stairs entirely and she's flung <laughs> backwards down the stairs with a undignified thump. He says, coming without an invitation, that's unneighborly too. You'll note through all of this, uh, despite the uh, the debris that was your front hall and being battered and all this, aside from the blood and scratches on her face, she still looks flawless. The sheriff and uh, Missy are working on getting the fire out. Brian, uh, below you, Tyler has just crumbled and melted into the dirt. Not not melted, just very, just crumbled. But in, you're beside the fe the the house. There's a just a small fence between you and the the other property, and you hear a scratching on the fence. 
All right. Um, Brian stands up. Um, goes to, I guess, the nearest gate. He's like, hang on. I, there's, there's, there's a fence here. I don't, I'm going to go to this gate. Okay. Meet me at the gate. And he goes to the gate. Well, as you approach the gate, the scratching stops and there's just a knock and you hear from the other side, little pig, little pig, let me in. First of all, who are you calling a pig? We've got the sheriff here. Hmm. Yeah, the sheriff will look up and uh, Missy Donut will say, what the hell is that? Um, Ryan puts his hand on the latch of the gate and he says, I figured you were coming. And I want you to know. And he opens the gate he says, you don't have to be bad. You can be a good boy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good, good boy? <laughs> is, uh, I don't think this is a tack that's going to work <laughs> with Mr. <laughs> Big Bad. <laughs> the figure on the other side of the gate is probably about you you are your eyeline is probably level with the bottom of his pecs. This <laughs> being did not need to wait for you to open the door. He is eight, eight and a half feet tall, covered in dense black fur, shining yellow eyes, and a slavering mouth of pointy, pointy teeth. And he looks down at you. And he says, actually, he doesn't say anything at all. He just drops into a crouch and charges at you. Yay. You hear now the that... sound of a gunshot. And then another gunshot as the sheriff unloads into Mr. Big Bad, who turns toward where him and Missy and the B-Star, and starts charging toward them instead. Inside the house, Paula Palmer stands up straighter, brushes herself off again, looks between the three of you, and says, you could have joined us, you know. We've offered an invitation. It's not too late. All the answers are just waiting for you. We don't need your answers. We'll find them on our own. Just need you to get out and leave us alone.
really not into like the 50s housewife look sorry i think i accidentally deleted the next prompt <laughs> oh i think i may have accidentally done that oh i have it well if you got it feel free to start it up Oh, the the cells are all uh funky. Yeah, I'll, they're I'll not get merged. it fixed up. Restore, edit. Uh, um, another another color in pep talk. <laughs> uh, but this one sounds older, far too old to be seeking the advice of a teenage girl. What does the caller say to put Pepper on edge, and how do we see her facade finally crumble? The caller's voice is feminine, elderly. A low rasp that wheezes with the effort of carrying too many secrets and too long a life. I we hear a gasping intake of breath. I found you, Pepper. Listen to me. Don't just listen to me. Listen. Pepper blinks rapidly and we see her knuckles whiten as her hands grip the arms of the chair. She attempts to keep a cherry plastic smile painted on her face. Don't do it, Pepper. Don't do it when she comes for you. Run. Turn and run. She's a liar. She lies. She lies. She lies. Pepper's fingernails start to drag backwards, scratching, leaving shallow furrows in the cheap wood. If attentive viewers listen hard, they can tell that the voice sounds familiar. The timbre is different. Older, more mature but still that same voice they've heard every Friday night for oh so long. We hear one last slow, wheezing inhalation before the voice screams loud enough to blow up the line. <laughs> Blood wells up from beneath Pepper's fingernails, wicking through the splinters. The voice breaks as she tries to choke out. Next call! And the tip of one of her fingernails snaps off, raw, angry flesh exposed. Her eyelid twitches once, twice, three times. And then she starts screaming. Uh, Shane, you are at the, still at the top of the stairs. You see Paula Palmer pick up her knife and advance on Amber and Erica. What are you doing? Now that all presumably we have heard things from outside with Brian and the gunshots and everything. We can... Yes. Okay. Now that all four of the uh, hungers have revealed themselves, Shane wants to trigger the banishment ritual. Alright. What are you afraid will happen if you fail here? I think this is going to be a role with sensitivity. Hmm. Uh... Shane is worried that he will take himself and the rest of the Blackleaf Circle along with the Great Hungers. Ooh, that's very good. It's worse than that, though, because you will not take them with, or you will not be taken with them. You will take their place in that cave forever. Hmm. All right. 
role with sensitivity and uh i don't think you're going to get advantage for this but i will give you a plus one to your sensitivity what about using the wand for advantage that's what I've been saving oh, it for. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, that instead of the plus one, then. Okay. Eleven. Cool. What does the ritual look like? I think uh, in the yard surrounding the house, in the streets uh, outside, uh, all of the work that the Blackleaf Circle has done suddenly comes to light and a giant traced uh, pattern emerges. It's slightly reminiscent of the pattern uh, that the spider in the in uh, Starlight Kingdom had sort of weird concentric webs and it begins glowing brighter and brighter bathing the house in a staticky light as the rest of you see this going see the 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 spell coming to life Brian Mr Big Bad is still charging toward the three others who are raising their guns and uh, two by fours, but Mr. Big Bad is very big and very bad. What do you do? Oh, oh um, I think the other half of the Blamorama ball happens to be nearby. And Brian, not thinking about the heat, trying hard not to think about the heat, um, gives it a good punt towards the back end of Mr. Big Bad. Excellent. Uh, let's get a roll with... I think this sounds like composure. Um, not sure anything's going to help you. Can't imagine how anything could. At least you'll have the aloe vera gel after. There you go. That's oh. neat. Uh, sorry, you are... Uh, yeah, do, do one more roll and... We'll take it oh. at advantage because of Berserker. This is a Berserker move. Uh, Berserker gotcha. Barrage! I will. So, that was a 5 and a 1. I'm just going to roll one more die. Alright, so that is 11 okay. on the dice and uh, and 2 for composure. Give us a scene here. Um, I, I think Brian sort of scrambles up if you tried to if you if you later asked him to repeat what his body does to like scramble up and turn and twist in just such a way while also 
one leg is rearing back for this kick he could there is no way he could repeat this action it is the most complex action his body has performed and um the 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 tip and the laces of his shoe um just burst into flames as they get close to this ball and then his foot makes contact with it and his shoe is um is is gone at that point but then the ball the half of the ball is gone and it sails through the air you see the air the the warping of the air off of it as it goes and it um and it just it just brushes on mr big bad's tail um and that just just starts to immolate and it settles directly under mr big bad's belly where he is just rearing back to um to to kill donut and bill and i think that heat is enough to start start the wolf aflame the fire crawls up the thick dark fur setting him alight as the light from the spell working just grows more intense the wolf howls in pain and agony and a lot of anger inside the house paula palmer has picked herself up and is striding toward amber and erica when from the doorway to the basement you just see very just for a flash the swipe of something metal and adafoy's pipe crunches into the side of palmer paula palmer's perfect hair she stumbles to the side letting out a garbled noise that may have been a threat or may have just been nonsense and we hear from the tv a phone ringing Mm, the older caller rings again with the footage of their call. The final call of the night is warped and obscured by bursts of static. And when the distortion settles, how does Pepper sign off this episode of Pep Talk? Um, well, when the uh, static clears and the distortion um, fixes itself... Um, you see Pepper standing like in the center of the frame of the camera. Her eyes are glazed over. Um, she's eerily focused on the viewer. It's almost like she's looking through the screen or through the camera. And she's like, well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining me. Um, pep talk and then she does this giggle that betrays her stone faced stare um, there's a pause and then there's like this dull snap and her eyes her glassy eyes roll back into her head um, and her head like tilts and hangs at like an unnatural angle and you see like the beginnings of like just the front of her face start to like slide off like gross um her voice is distorted um slower 
And she says, always remember, if you find yourself in some trouble, put some pep in your step. And she giggles again. Very good. I can do it too, Tracy. I can do Paula Palmer, Palmer straightens up and looks towards Adafoy. Her face is crumpled around where it has been hit like like a, a paper bag that's been punched in. But she runs a hand through her hair, which settles back into its perfect shape. And she kind of shimmers with television static. And she raises her knife. And she just says, rude. And she approaches Adafoy when everything seems to stop. Outside, Bill, Missy, and Mr. Big Bad are all frozen in time. Downstairs in the basement, the Blackleaf Circle have stopped chanting. They stand arms held in place everything seems frozen except the four of you i think brian as you're already outside you're the first one to notice that the light isn't just coming from the the markings on the ground it isn't just coming from the fire that is mr big bad it's sunlight, and it's coming from the other side of the house. Those mushrooms lasted longer than I expected. Damn. <laughs> Erica looks want? around and just kind of waves her hand in front of Paula's face and looks over to Amber and is like, are you like you're also seeing all this, right? Amber will be sort of quick to pull Erica's hand away from Paula, like, wait, don't touch her. Ugh. <laughs> um, but she'll look at... Gonna, uh, I was going to try to push her over really bad, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to touch her, but I don't. It seems like she's frozen, unless she's playing some sort of weird trick. Do we see That's the sunlight from outside? Yeah, you can see the the light from outside, but it's not in the sky. It's still Ooh. night. Erica, can we see where the light's coming from, or like? You may have to go outside. No, it's outside, but I don't want to go outside. Eric says, oh, Shane. Shane, are you okay? Do you see this? And she starts, like, running towards the stairs. Yeah, uh, Shane will follow. Um, Amber will be looking at Adafoy, like, seeing that... He's frozen too, right? He is. But um, as Erica goes to meet Shane, Amber will 
look toward the light outside and will step over um the the honey and the push pins <laughs> to look outside the door outside the door outside the front of the house i think you will see that the big man is there standing in the street just in front of the house he doesn't look like you last saw him though he is immense tall a face that burns like the sun What are you doing here? <laughs> he chuckles and he says, Warm welcome as always, Amber. Yeah, I appreciate the heads up. Otherwise, this probably would have gone different. It did. I'm happy to have helped. Yeah, well, Wait, what do you mean it did? Don't worry about that now. You're here, and you're okay. I... You're all okay, yes? Fine, okay. But, but you yes. He, you will see his big glowing face tilting in each of your directions says brian come out front yeah for sure he'll say i see everything everything that was that might have been and i see everything you are and everything you will become and i am swollen with gladness for it well swollen You are no longer the fool. Maybe you never were. And he will tilt toward, tilt his head toward you, Erica, and say, you, all of you, are the high priestess. But you have a journey to take. Not yet, but soon. Into the deep place. I'm sorry, the, the what? Don't worry. It'll become apparent in time. Is it anything like the garden? I have reached the garden, Erica. And he'll turn to the others and say, the garden where the old ones play like children and make war on each other like children do. It is the birthplace of all, but it is threatened by storm clouds forming in the distance. And I will do my best to burn those clouds away to keep the garden a place of goodness and wonder and delight. For if I do not, the old ones will remember who they really are, and that would be a terrible calamity indeed. I thank you again for your help with that, Erica. I believe in you now, my friends. 
Seems you have. Wait, aren't you going to help us with them? Oh, you don't need my help. I think you'll find you've already solved that problem yourselves. Thanks for the pat on the back. And we'll look over and say, I think maybe the warning is all we could get. Is that right? I'm not really here anymore, my friends. What do you mean? You're right there. And where is here, Amber? Where are you? On the porch. Where are you? I think you'll notice, if you look carefully, the sky is a little bit crackly, like an old VCR is showing the footage now. Wait a minute. Don't is the house still heads. behind us? It is. But I think if you turn back and look, you will see that you are also where you were when time stopped. Still as you were when time seemed to stop. If you need me, you can always find me in your dreams. Are you going to be uh, like, okay? Define okay. You, you can hear the laughter in his voice. Okay, fair. Do you have, okay. Long shot, do you have a number? Like, and Erica like pulls out her cell phone. Like, <laughs> he doesn't respond. He just looks at you kind of warmly. I'll say. Good okay, luck, I get it. Plans are friends. expensive. Now, close your eyes. Amber will look at everybody else first before. Like, if they close their eyes first, she'll be the last to close her eyes. If everyone's eyes are closed, you will see just the light that is his face expanding into intense brightness, warmth. You will feel just really comforting warmth of the sun on your skin. And then as if nothing had ever happened, you're back where you were when time stopped. Mr. Big Bad is howling in rage. Paula Palmer is growling with the end of her, her condemnation. And the light from the ground, from the spell, reaches a almost sunlight-like intensity. And there is a deep thrum of power throughout this space. Paula Palmer, the remains of Tyler what's left of Dolores Rodenbecker and Mr. Big Bad dissolve into static with a hiss and are gone. 
Everything is quiet for a second. And the sheriff takes off his hat and says, I hate all of this. Take mood. And she has nods, yeah. I've been there for a while. No one else will have any recollection of the big man. The great hungers are gone. The house is in a state. Elliot will come out from behind the wheel of the car. Uh, the door will actually open, but he doesn't touch it. And he'll walk up, and he'll look up at the, the four of you and just grin. Uh, Amber is going to like look at everybody else, like nodding, like a sense of accomplishment or whatever. Um, but it's when she sees Elliot smile that she'll like really feel good you know and then like silent tear silent tear be strong be strong amber i think erica leans over to shane and just gives him one of those like kind of like shoulder like kind of like bumps their shoulder into his kind of thing and says proud of you blush and bump back and say, proud of all of us. That that could have gone very badly. But it didn't. We're here another day. Yeah, I don't... Have some gum. <laughs> Shane laughs. It takes a piece of gum. The uh, hanging above the, the ruined, crumpled front of Brian's car. You had a mailbox on uh, just outside the front door. You've never really gotten anything in it before, but as the nail that is holding it to the wall finally gives way and it thumps onto the hood of Brian's car, you see it's not empty at all. There is a package inside. Hey, we got we got we got a thing in the mail. Oh, um, hey, Elliot here. Uh, fucking good job, dude. High five. Here's your here's your prize, Tamagotchi. And goes over to get the package. Elliot will take the Tamagotchi and run past you into the house. And Sheriff Hanscom will turn and watch him go. He'll say, Was that Elliot Rappaport? There's way oh. too much that we have to explain to you. Yeah, he's a ghost. He lives with us. Yep. Yep. Okay. And he's going to uh, take a couple steps away and pick up his phone and start talking to dispatch about uh, getting some people out here. <laughs> uh. Brian, as you 
open the package, it is addressed to all four of you at 26 Rodenbecker Street. It has your actual names too, not just two Shanes. <laughs> then we should bring it back to the, the whole group and open it together. You can do that. When you open it, I think if you go back in the house, uh, you'll see that the the tape has ejected itself from the VCR. The TV is off. And uh, as everyone is trying to pick up pieces and start tidying up and, and uh, maybe trying to uh, gather all the weapons and I think Missy's doing some dishes just to get rid of the evidence before uh, anyone else shows up. She's not new at this. Um, you will open the package and you will find inside a note from Harvey and Mary Stosky. It says, Dear Amber, we can't thank you enough, but maybe this is a start. And it's and money. It is not money. Sorry. Fuck. It is an invitation and a receipt, proof of payment for an all expenses paid trip to Converge, a posh wellness resort situated in a remote corner of the county. You've seen signs for Converge here and there, uh, but a uh, there's a, a bus schedule to get there and it lists all the various health resort bullshit that you could imagine. It's there, uh, but uh, that's that. And that will be for another time, I think. Let's talk about rewards. You live. There's your reward. Um, but I think let's do some really quick, like light epilogues for how you end things with the the characters that you encounter. Uh, don't worry about the house. The sheriff is going to call someone to. Uh, to get that sorted, it will be repaired uh, in time. And uh, insurance will take care of it first. And he's definitely going to take care of the guns too, Amber. <laughs> in fact, I think he's 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 leaving with the guns. You don't get to keep the guns. Or, uh, Fine, I guess. Stay strapped. Anyone have any any little epilogue scenes to this event? I think Shane goes back into the or takes off the the V robe, drops the wand on it, looks around, nods kind of in satisfaction, 
and then walks into the bathroom and starts vomiting copiously. Fair. Anyone else? Um, I think uh, Brian is bandaging up a a burned but not like too burned foot in the in the kitchen, um, while while Missy is doing dishes and um, and our friend from the pawn shop is there as well. And Brian's like, I need to confess, those were not actually animatronics, um. They were like other world beings or something, but um, that was super fun, right? He's going to look at you just like really hard, and and then you, yeah, that was that was pretty badass. I'm uh, Jesse. Hold right on, I'm Brian. Right, uh, Adafoy will put his mask back on the table and kind of nod at Amber. And then he'll say, I'll be around if you need anything else. Uh, Amber's gonna like put a hand on the mask and then um, look at him um uh, and say thanks for uh thanks for showing up i don't really have a lot going on well you could have been anywhere else but you chose to be here i owe you yeah you do and then amber takes the mask and <laughs> walks away <laughs> I think Erica's gonna scoot out real quick to uh, Sheriff Hanscom before he leaves and just thank you for like believing us, you know, for the most part. Yeah, well, uh, there's been some pretty compelling evidence. Yeah, there's compelling evidence all over our kitchen right now. It's great. Um, this uh, this all has to do with that uh, that TV thing. TV Odyssey, yeah. We don't really know what. We don't really know. There's a lot we don't know. There's some stuff we think we might know, but like. Yeah, it's it's all kind of really weird. Yeah, uh, he'll kind of look around and he looks a little unsettled for the first time, which is surprising. And he says, he'll lean in and he'll say, we all know TV Odyssey. 
Um, Erica looks around a second and says, I'm sorry. But you, you know. Yes, everyone. Everyone who is alive. I fucking, so everyone's just fucking lying to us? It's not that simple. I got time, Bill. I... And he looks like he wants to say something, but he he can't. And he just shakes his head and says, burned down. But you get the sense he's not. Uh, he knows that's not true. And Erica kind of flashes back to the conversation that they had with uh, Jesse, where he said the same thing. And feeling kind of acutely aware of being watched, Erica just nods and says, yeah, I've heard that burned down. Yep. Uh, all right, I'm going to go a little bit going to go a little bit ahead of ourselves here um i'm going to unreveal on strange wings we're not that's not going to be that is no longer an active mystery your next active mystery if i can expand the goddamn mystery screen why is that button so little now <laughs> oh god There we go. It's convergence. Sheriff is going to suggest politely that uh, if you all take that offer to go to converge, um, they can have the house fixed by the time you get back. You know some guys in town. And I think that is where we will leave it. Let's talk rewards. Uh, I decided to give you rewards. You will each get a floating clue that you can define and put toward any mystery. So pop that into your personal quarters, sort of. It's not really a personal quarters item, but... Uh, and... You did all resolve a mystery. Brian, you can clear Berserker, and Shane, you can clear Bad Trip. And you can also clear it marked by Adafoy. If, if you want. I will do it. Uh, it's, been, it's, it's been good. Brian, Dan, did you receive a signal from the other side? Oh, uh, oh, uh, 
I don't think so, no. Yes, you did. Yes? Oh, oops. Because uh, Mr. Big Bad was scratching on the wood with fence and Pepper's nails uh, scratching along uh, the arms of the chair, the wooden arms of the chair. I'll take it. Very good. Thank uh, you. I think you cut loose. For sure. Did you share uh, I did. I was going for with the uh, with the Tamagotchi. Um, I used to have one of these when I was a yes. kid, and it was really fun. Very good. Uh, Matt, did you receive a signal from the other side? I don't think so. Uh, I think you cut loose. Were you vulnerable with someone? I think this is maybe arguable, but I think Shane just directly laying it all out for the sheriff was vulnerable for him because uh, with everything that's happened, like it still feels a little bit unhinged and to have someone just like if the sheriff had rejected it, that would have been not great for Shane's mental health. Okay. I'll take it. Erica, did you receive a... Sorry, Tracy, did you receive a signal from the other side? Uh, yes, there was um the... When Paula came in, you know, she had that kind of, like, fake 50s housewife smile on her face, and Pepper, uh, like, had a cheery plastic smile. Um, yep, very good. Uh, and did were you vulnerable with someone? Uh, talking with Amber about how, like, they were kind of like more scared for, like, and how they were scared, but they didn't want to show it, and okay. like admitting that she was like kind of trying to put on a brave face for for Shane's sake, uh, for this. Very good. And did you cut loose for once? Uh, smashing a bottle of Crown Royal over uh, Dolores, the person who like tried to uh, like corner and attack them like a few mysteries ago. Uh, yeah, it feels like a feels like a thing. Very good. Amber Martin, did you receive a signal from the other side? Yes. Um, just as Pepper's neck snapped in half, um, uh, Amber snapping Dolores's neck, that T-square. Mm, okay, yeah. Very good. And did you share a good memory from childhood? Yes. During the beginning, when she was patching everybody's fingers up, she shared that she used to, or she learned first aid in summer camp, and that's how she kind of was able to make some friends. Very good. Were you vulnerable? Yes. Um, before the uh, the assault on the house, um, and with uh, Erica, um, Amber expressed how she was um, 
sick of being bullied and wanting to fight back against that and stand up against stand up for herself um against oppressors very good all right so take your xps uh and yeah we'll we'll properly introduce the next mission next mission next mystery uh next session but uh we'll just forget about on strange wings for now um because you are at nine tapes watched which is uh one left and you will be careening toward the finale i have max level again in this game yeah nice. i was gonna say can i get a yeah, you can get can a I little get a sympathy level. You can, you, can get get you can get two more. Can I just go in? Oh, no. I got level. Oh, that was so crazy. Um, um, cool. Well, uh, oh, Tracy, we didn't talk about your custom move. Well, I'll make a reminder. No, there's a lot going on this week. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we'll we'll catch up on that. Um, Matt, you did put your custom move in and didn't say anything about it. We talked about it outside of the thing and said you'd think about it. Yeah, yeah, but and you didn't bring it up to anybody. Like you didn't announce it. You didn't share. With the I mean, you haven't. You haven't approved yeah, it yet. I did though. I think I oh. did. Oh, sorry. You didn't tell me that. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. Cool. Uh. Stars and wishes. Uh. I I will go. Um. Tracy, you can't just give a house leg day, so we're doing the leg work for it. Was both a bad pun and a weird analogy, and I loved every minute of it. Um, that was that was fantastic. Um, I also like um, the concern between Erica and Shane, and also Erica having to like vent somewhere else. The whole thing is just it's it's feels, and I like it. Um, Dan, I like Brian bringing in all the NPCs for maximum collateral damage, like I said, even though it turned out to be fine. Um, just asking Tyler how it's going and then holding up the katana and saying, I can't wait for Blamorama was was just excellent. Um, Martin, I like the the Home Alone traps and I like they worked too. That was a lot of fun because they sort of seemed like slightly like, wait, no, like uh, honey and thumbtacks would actually be awful. Like you doubted me. That would be... You doubted me. You were like, how is honey? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, there's so a plan. Was... And also, uh, we're gonna be attacked. Immediate B and E is the is the sort of the reflex action was was funny and I enjoyed I enjoyed that. Um and then uh ben the voices for all the npcs are both consistent and very good so well done with that and uh this was a fun one so thank you for for running it oh wishes uh i know i'm i'm excited to see where this is going as we wrap up things and and sort of hurdle towards a conclusion Uh, I'll I'll go. Uh, I really enjoyed everyone's different plans. Uh, the way you interacted with the mystery, the way you played with uh, what traps and help would mean, and going for some characters that I absolutely did not expect would be sources of assistance, like the 
the priest and the owner of the cigar cigarette shop. Um, but it, it worked out really well. Uh, I apologize for, it was, I, I was juggling a lot and it was hard to fit all of the, there were a lot of side characters involved, uh, more than I thought were, I think may have been, um, thought would be involved. So, uh, it was a little hard to wrangle, uh, but I enjoyed throwing all this at you, even though you all rolled gangbusters tonight and made all of the threats pretty much <laughs> moot. Um, but it was still fun. Uh, I really enjoyed the way everyone did their things. Brian uh, consistently going for the like, we, we've got a, another um, not immediately going for the violent solution uh, in in Brian, which I like. Um, and uh, definitely, I mean, dealing with Tyler wasn't not violent, but it wasn't really violent on purpose. So I think it worked out well. Uh, Mr. Big Bad not getting a chance to be uh, bad was, uh, I think you handled that really well. And yeah, Honey and Thumbtacks will be something that I will be thinking about for the rest of my life. Thank you for that, I think. Uh, Matt getting the, uh, triggering the very cinematic banishment spell worked out really well. And yeah, Tracy has mentioned you went to the priest, which was unexpected, but I, I really liked uh, giving you the opportunity to just get rid of Dolores and I think uh, a small imaginary stinger will be someone noticing in the obituaries tomorrow that Dolores Rodenbecker has finally actually died <laughs> um, and uh, yeah wish uh, you don't have to do Convergence next but I am very excited about Convergence this is the uh, final official mystery that I could not reveal until after the Night of Bone Wolves. So that's why I was pulling out these like half finished ones. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be fun. It's very weird. So keep that in mind. I don't like why you're smiling. No, it's good. No, I don't like that either. Mm -mm. Stop it. Stop. God. Um, <laughs> I don't like that either. Don't do that. <laughs> Just that there. Thank you. Stars and Wishes. Are... <laughs> Stop. Stars and Wishes. Stars to. Um, uh, what was it? Um, Dan, I always like your um your flashbacks and your memories for Brian. They're, for some reason, they like evoke like nostalgia like make me think of things like i don't, I don't know it's they're great memories even though they're, they're made up like they have a, a touching aspect to them um also the idea of um drugs for preparing for a fight that's just, i mean just bring it into there hey let's trip out on shrooms before we do this um I wonderful i mention that Thank yeah, that was that 
beautiful. It's all that's why I think I made Amber do it because it made me think of just like that'd be a great plot for a movie. Like, um, well, it kind of was. What was uh that uh, the end is near or whatever or the the it was uh what all the the bros like I think Seth Rogen and it was like the yeah, end of the world. Yeah, the, do you remember this that? This is the end. Is that right? This is the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and they're they, I think they were kind of stoned, but they were acting stoned and. I think um yeah anyway that was a great idea um Tracy um I think in the beginning did you say carpet DM <laughs> I did yes beautiful <laughs> no notes <laughs> it's wonderful um, also that little bit of sincerity with um Erica uh, expressing to Amber don't tell Shane that I'm concerned about him like touching moments um i love that eric and amber bffs burger french fries um <laughs> matt <laughs> matt tapping into his little uh magical potential and yeah that um the using the ritual at the end i mean i wish it was just like in the beginning so it was just like oh they're here and then the ritual happens then we don't have to do anything at all um but no, we can't have it like that. Now, can we, Ben? We can't just have right away from all the show up. Otherwise, it wouldn't have worked, right? I guess. I don't know. What else? Um, <laughs> and um, oh, Ben, you daredevil, you. Thank you for letting us um shit all over everything you had planned. And <laughs> have amazing roles. <laughs> no, um, I was uh on the edge of my seat the entire time. I'm on the floor, but you know what I mean. Um <laughs> kept me thinking, kept me on my toes. Um yeah, you you always do a great job with like setting things up and keeping us like um um not expecting things. So the suspense was there, you held it. Amazing. Wishes is uh, I don't know. You know, I guess he said he liked it. He wanted to do convergence so bad. Let's not do convergence. Let's do everything else but convergence. How's that? <laughs> Let's do every. I mean, we got stuff to do. We got that stupid mirror shit mm. and the whisper. That mirror stuff is gonna haunt us forever. Because somebody likes to look at any sort of mirror and see it as an opportunity. So let's fix that first. That you know, there's going to be a bunch of mirrors at a spa. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So uh, one thing I will point out, just to uh, so that it's there's no confusion. If you watch another Odyssey tape, if you hit ten watch tapes. Uh, there will be no more mysteries revealed. And then once you've cleared out the existing ones, that's when the the final mystery will begin. So uh, that's when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. It I'm saying it may behoove you to get that tenth tape watched. Uh, uh. so that you don't get more mysteries. So if we do another tape like next session, would that potentially 
the, so then it would lock it so that the Whisper Mirror House and Convergence would be the only things there. Yep. You so we wouldn't have to worry about the devils. The yeah, exactly. The only one that will unless uh, you spring it on us beforehand. Fuck, I, I give it the strategy. You have three active. I can't. Uh, if you watch another tape before you resolve another mystery, you won't get another mystery. You'll just get the the TV Odyssey mystery, the final one, after you've cleared out the existing. Yeah. Okay. I can go for Stars and Wishes if you're done. Mm -hmm. uh, ben, um, seconding everything about, uh, yeah, voices and keeping them, yeah, consistent and just juggling everything and everybody that you did tonight. Like, A++, excellent job. Um, also, this is not wacko, it's Waco was just very, very funny to me. Um, and the very evocative image of Brian's popped collars searing together was just <laughs> really, really good. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, and just the overall, I think you did a really, really good job tonight of like just maintaining that overall tense atmosphere. Like, even though we rolled high for uh resolving the mystery it still felt like you know there was tension and still felt like there was risk um and i think he did a really good job with that uh whole clench the entire time <laughs> um uh all three of you actually all of your keys all of your flashbacks were like really really good and i really liked all three of them just ace all around just Ah, chef's kiss um and dan like just who's a good boy mr big bat i just nearly <laughs> fucking died like i i just could not um and just the the consistent like way that brian shows his kind of like almost frat boy-esqueness but not quite like, he does still love to party and, like, goes for the drugs and stuff, but will still just be like, oh, hey, kid, or you're a good boy. Just, I, I love that these things coexist within Brian. Um, Martin, just Amber deciding to fucking book it from the Keens, just being like, yeah, I'm out of here now. And then just breaking and entering and... um. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, also, just the image of you having Amber like talk to the various versions of herself when she was tripping. Uh, very, very funny and well done. Um, and uh, thank you for indulging the short little like text exchange that we had. <laughs> that was very fun and amusing. Uh, I'm tempted to just spin up a thread. Uh, <laughs> on the server just for like Eric and Amber to have text conversations. Um, Do it. I'm here for it. Matt, uh Shane sticking his hand under the sink after just just not just being like doing this like dramatic thing to 
you know, convince everybody that they have to come here tonight and then just fix, oh shit, I can't put this up by myself. And then just having to (laughs) stick his hand under the sink was incredibly good, incredibly shame. Um, And I just, I really liked, uh, I just really like Shane's growth overall. I know I keep saying it, but it, it just keeps coming through in every session. And like when Erica was like worried about him, when like Paul is heading for him and told him to run, like he just stood his ground. Like, yeah, that was like, it was a really cool moment. And I just, I like the dynamic that they they both have going. It is, it is cool. Um, wishes. I am both curious and concerned about like something called the deep place. I'm just like, hmm, hmm, not sure I like that, but <laughs> still curious about how it's going to bite us in the ass at some point. Um, and also curious about Converge, because that seems interesting and Paltrow-esque. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't buy the candles. <laughs> oh no! Oh gosh. Moving, moving on. Yeah. Uh, that that's it for me. Thank you, everybody. It was great tonight. Um, I think I think almost everything I've written down has been covered. Um, the flashback scenes I liked. I liked uh, everybody's flashback scene. Martin and 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 Matt. Um, uh, Matt, the choice to just hold off and wait to push uh, to push uh, uh, someone down the stairs with a wooden paddle was fantastic. Also, um, I just the 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 little moments between Erica and Shane are are like painful in the best way. Um, Martin, uh, yep, uh, honey with thumbtacks in it, and also how do you make napalm? Committing so hard. <laughs> so hard to the home alone bit and the payoff on the tape god oh my god the payoff on the uh on the on the tape your your last uh scene holy cow it was so it was uh grim um channel my inner tracy what would tracy do what <laughs> what kind of gruesome nasty um blame tracy it was it just just creepy and lovely um ben the yeah dipping into all of these different characters from so many different mysteries um as well as the montage of openers from all the other tapes gave me literal chills uh and and the imagery of the child's skeleton the child's body feeling like it's full of chicken bones i will never forgive you (laughs) oh my gosh um Tracy, um, your your explanation that old people have been taking vitamins and shit uh, made me laugh very hard. Um, if you can't out damn spot her, I never thought of that as a verb. I think it's perfect. Uh, and the description of Dolores unspooling and denaturing was visceral and, and horrific, and I love it. Um, I am... So excited to see where this goes. I'm excited for the end game, but I'm also excited to go to a spa because I think we've earned it. And I'm sure nothing bad will happen there. There's I peeked ahead. There's whiskey involved, so that's gonna be good. Um, that's that's why I'm here. And I also um I have just about run out of microfiction for my keys, so I'm gonna have to I'm excited to 
finish writing those. Nice. All right. Well, I think that's that. I have no no stingers for you. Uh, as as mentioned, the big man is is gone. He'll still be available to you who have the wandering monolith, but you have to visit him in a dream now. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, next week we'll see, or well, next session we'll talk, and we'll see what happens next. Uh, thank you all for playing and. We'll talk soon.